I'm having a goddamn blast on tour with this Big Mouth and a Small Town tour. So I've added some dates and wanted to let you know where I'm headed next. Uh, yeah, March 14th, I will be in Lakeside, Arizona. And then the 15th and 16th, I'm finally coming to Tucson. So if you're in Tucson, I'm coming to Laughs Comedy Cafe. Get your tickets. We're going to have a good time. My good friend Noah Koffer will be featuring at those shows. He'll also be with me the following weekend when I come to Grand Rapids, Michigan. Dr. Grins, I cannot wait to see you guys again. Those are always some of my favorite shows, and I'm sure this year will be no exception. And then I am headed up to my home state of Alaska for the Alaska Before You Die Fest. Anchorage, you better not fucking sit on these tickets. They're going fast. There's a few left. Uh, April 5th, I will be doing shows at the Gumbo House. It's downtown. I'm doing an early and a late show, one night only. It's an intimate venue, so tickets are limited. It's going to be out of control. If you've come to my show at Coots before, you know how fun they are. This venue is so much better for comedy. I can't even explain it. Just get fucking tickets. These shows are going to be wild. And then on the 6th, I'm headed down to Homer. Homer, Alaska. I am coming, performing there for the first time. Alice's Champagne Palace. And then on the 7th, I will be in Seward, Alaska. So Anchorage, Homer, Seward. We're having a goddamn good time. I'm going to come kill at all those shows because I'm a fucking Alaskan assassin. Am I sorry I said that? I don't know. Listen. Dayton, Kentucky, 12th of April. If you are in the Cincinnati-ish area, Dayton, Ohio, Dayton, Kentucky, this is your chance to see me at a really cool new venue called the Commonwealth Sanctuary. And then I am headed to Portland, May 3rd. I'm headlining the Rip City Comedy Festival. I will be at McMenamin's Mission Theater. You guys, this is a cool theater. We want it to be packed out because, of course I want it to be packed out, but also like, Let's have a goddamn good time in this nice, beautiful theater. So come to that. It's going to be a hell of a time. I can't wait to come back to Portland. And then Wisconsin. I'm headed back your way. But this time I'm coming to Janesville, May 17th and 18th. Green Bay on the 19th. And then what up, Florida? St. Pete, Tampa. I'm coming your way. Uh, Tampa, I will be there June 2nd. And St. Pete, um, they're ahead of that, uh, May 31st. Tampa, I'm at Side Splitters. And if you go to the links in all of my bios or go to their website to get tickets, for a limited time, you can use the code JMS and get $5 off tickets. And wherever you are, I'm trying to get people to buy tickets early instead of waiting to the last minute and making me panic so that if it is going to sell out, it sells out faster so that I know that, the club knows that, maybe we can add a second show. Just FYI, that helps every artist that you're a fan of. So if you can ever buy ASAP, go ahead and do that. Uh, So that's your incentive to buy early in Tampa. And uh, uh, I'll be adding more dates soon. If you did not hear your town, but you want me to come there, head over to my Instagram, instagram.com slash jmscomedy or just at jmscomedy if you're using the app like most of us. Uh, click the link in my bio, join my email list. That lets me know where you guys are so I know what areas want to come see me. Uh, so do that. I can't wait to get to more cities. I'm having so much fucking fun on the road. You guys have been amazing. People have been buying merch. These audiences have been out of control, good, just electric, laughing, having a blast. And I know all these upcoming shows are going to be no exception. So I will see you there jmscomedy.com slash shows to get your tickets. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. We're going to have a fucking good time either way. So thanks for listening to this little promo. Enjoy this episode. Ta-ta, idiots.
What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. What kind of ignorant shit is that? At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. You idiot, you fool! Hey, dummy! This is the Ignorance is Blessed podcast. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. idiots welcome back to ignorance is blessed a podcast that attempts to overcome ignorance mostly by asking ignorant questions i'm your host jessica michelle singleton i am a stand-up comedian and i'm ignorant and that's why we're here if you are new to the podcast please subscribe rate and review it on itunes it really helps uh, makes it so other people can find it and then more of us can learn all our ignorant questions uh the answers to those Okay, I tried to sound smart. It didn't work. Uh, thank you so, 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 so much to the new subscribers and reviewers. Uh, there's so many of you that I was able to get some really cool new headphones from Studio Sweden. They were like, hey, we want your listeners to know that you have cool headphones. Uh, so now I have some, and I feel like I'm halfway to actually having a professional setup. Uh, now, if you're an idiot like I am, you're probably thinking that I flew to a city called Studio in Sweden and bought some sort of weird Nordic earmuffs, partly because I do seem like someone who would probably wear some very eccentric earmuffs. But no, that's not the case. Studio is the name of a company uh, and they are revolutionizing headphones. Yeah. Um, if you're anything like me, you put on headphones uh, every day. I would say almost every day, probably every day. I do a lot of being in public and trying to avoid conversations with people uh, or just I want to hear things that are in my phone. Uh, I have been using the same dangling earbuds, though. They are on their last leg. Uh, they have been forever. I don't know how they've survived this long. And I constantly envy people with cool headphones. And studios are the absolute coolest. Uh, what's great about studio is they've got like a really sleek Scandinavian design. As we all know, every Swedish thing and person and everything is beautiful. Uh, except for maybe that Muppet chef who I'm sure somebody has called racist in a blog at this point because... Uh, people be blogging. Anyway, the headphones are no exception. They're gorgeous and they look cool. It's like, it's great. Uh, between these and my new prescription glasses, you guys, I am giving off the vibe of someone who is actually cool when in reality I'm just blind and have some cool headphones. Uh, they, uh, they're good. They're great. They look good, but they also, uh, the clarity is great. It's awesome. It's, they're not just stylish. They, uh, they work well. So if you, uh, I've been listening since the inception of Ignorance is Blessed. You know, the audio has been a real uphill struggle for me. And these phones uh, are making it sound better to me. And I think that they would make the good sound that I have sound good to you. And uh, they are wireless. They connect to Bluetooth. And there's a battery uh, life of over 24 hours. You guys, I still use the wire because I'm old. And I don't feel comfortable with technology because I uh, have the personality of an 80-year-old. But they're amazing. Go check them out. Um, that's it. Uh, oh, if you want a pair, you guys, uh, you can get 15% off and get your own pair. Uh, Ignorance is Blessed has a discount code. That is like how cool I am now is that I can get you a discount code for one thing, but it's a cool thing. So if you need new headphones uh, or if you just want cool headphones, go over to studiosweden.com and use the code BLESSED. B-L-E-S-S-E-D for all of my people who have trouble spelling and you will get 15% off and you can look cool like me. You'll see me on my Instagram story at some point wearing them. Uh, speaking of blessed, uh, follow the podcast on Twitter. If you're into that at blessed podcast, uh, you can just follow me at JMS comedy on Twitter and Instagram or go to facebook.com slash JMS comedy. See what's up with me. I'll be at comedy underground in Seattle, October 19th through the 22nd. 
uh, and check out my calendar for local LA dates. And let's get to this episode. You guys, oh, my guest this week, it's a fun one. Uh, she's my friend, a fellow comedian, Caitlin Cutt. Uh, if you're into crime podcasts, then you probably already know her from White Wine True Crime, which is an amazing podcast. Uh, we are not talking crime here. Uh, the only time crime we're talking is, I can't stutter and then try to make a shitty joke. I was going to make is the crime of passion but that's also a real crime you guys were talking about pregnancy because caitlin is pregnant is it a crime she's stealing my heart i don't know what that means um i have had too much coffee can you tell have you understood anything i've said um remember the headphones they're great i'm still wearing them it's crazy uh she's about to pop uh so we talk about we talk about it's her first pregnancy we talk about what goes into that how it feels is it a boy or a girl does she eat weird food do strangers try to touch her belly find out all this and more on this happy pregnancy edition of ignorance is blessed Enjoy. Let's start. <laughs> I love. I love that. I am definitely. I'm definitely pregnant. pregnant. If you, as you can see, as it are you? I couldn't even. Yeah. You're so no, thin. No, I didn't weird. even notice. Nope, it's the table. It's the. It's it's the profile where I really get you. Yeah. That's where it's a sneaky pregnancy. I love that. Like the cartoonish. The idea that you could actually. I didn't even realize till she turned sideways. Honestly, though, that's real. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because it's not like. Because I'm talking to Caitlin Cutt from oh, White Wine True Crime. I should introduce you. Hi, everybody. I'm Caitlin Cutt still. Yeah, still. And she is yeah. so pregnant. I'm super pregnant. I am eight months. I'm almost eight and a half months pregnant right now. When do you do? October 25th. Are you? So like tomorrow may as well be tomorrow. Yeah. Are you trying to like are you get this, the thing, this thing out of me now? I don't know. I mean, sure. That could be good. Are I you... mean, at this point, like. Yeah, because, okay, so the, the cool thing that happened, I would say month six, yeah, was I noticed that my sciatic nerve was definitely getting pinched. Now, luckily, that could be really painful. This isn't painful. Oh. This is just, okay, just imagine, if you will, um, your feet really hurt at the end of the day. You've been nauseous. You're oscillating between diarrhea and constipation. I get it. The one no. thing you want is to put your feet up, right? You just want to be in a reclined position yeah. at the end of the day. I can't do that. You can't? Because it's that's when you're I get these electrical currents <gasps> down my leg. So I either have to be fully laying down or fully sitting up. There's no which is the biggest metaphor for my life I've ever. That's <laughs> Oh my God. Right. It's like all or nothing. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, it's like, yeah. God, oh. but you know what though? Honestly, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. It's not a big, I mean, yeah, it's, it's life changing, but uh, <laughs> it is, but you know I mean, it's like a huge, it's a life, but, <laughs> but, but it's also like something so many people I'm, it's, it's just a thing we do as a species. Yeah. So it's like, I don't, I don't know. Well, that's crazy to me because I think of, I mean, this is such a shitty comparison, but like I'm so terrified when I think about the idea of pregnancy. It makes me think of when I like, I'll get in line for a scary ride at an amusement park and be like, I could die here. It's like thousands of people do this every day. Sure. No one dies. But just don't watch Final Destination or Cider House Rules. (laughs) And then it's like, I mean... Do you, are you, have you panicked about like the actual idea of like delivery? No, because, okay, I'm the worst person. It um, sounds like you're fucking the best. No, like, okay. Well, I just, it's like, I, what am I, what am I going to fucking do? What does worrying about it? You're I like, mean, I can't stop yeah, it now. Listen, I've had moments where I look at my husband and I'm like, so a baby's going to come out of my vagina and you've seen my vagina. <laughs> <laughs> 
how do you think that's going to work? And he's like, I don't know. I honestly, he's like, the making it part made sense. The part, the execution in the end is the thing I'm still confused about. I'm like, okay, good. As long as we're on the same page. As long as we both are like, how is this gonna? Yeah. Great. Um, But the other thing is, is like, I have such a crazy health history. Yeah. So I've had five open heart surgeries. Dear Lord. I've had um, any number of procedures. I mean, I've had, yeah, I don't know how many procedures so much. that I've had done. I don't know how many. I've also had my appendix out <laughs> so just to kind of punctuate everything. Yeah. Um, so you have had something taken out of you. Oh, yeah. So yeah. there's that. There's that. Um, so I think for me, um, this has been an interesting experience because a lot of what I was told I see people freaking out about. I've experienced, I didn't realize in different ways. Oh, cause you've gone through like surgeries and like hospitals. Yeah. Like stuff? hospitals don't freak me out like at all. Cause yeah. I, it's just I mean, like, I, I would have killed myself if they freaked. I mean, you're used to them by now. It's yeah, like, it was ride or die. Um, Jesus. Uh, and you know, I trust the medical profession. I'm not really like looking to give birth on the Serengeti with like a oh, flower. You're crown. better than me. I'm like uh-uh. tinfoil hat. No. I'm doing this tub. No, <laughs> you're not though. Because <laughs> here's the thing. You've never been in real physical pain like that before. I have like, no, you're had, not. Yeah. Not to the point. I've, of, I had uh, an experience where I had a nurse literally try to kill me. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, I had a nurse. I mean, it, I, Okay, I'll just tell the story. So I, no, she really did though. It's like my like, fears. I can't, I can't, no, it's all the fears. No, it'd be really, okay. So to really set the stage, my mom had died two years prior. Ugh. My dad was on a bender. He's, he's a very accomplished alcoholic. If you listen to my podcast, I've talked about it on multiple occasions. White wine, true crime, you guys tune in. It's a riot. Um, so no parents. I have no parents and I, I'm in for my fifth open heart surgery. Christ. So literally the people that are taking care of me are also 21. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, so that's where, that's like where that's Yay the zone team. I'm in. Yeah. So I come out of open heart surgery and they put me in, in ICU. Cause that's where you spend the first night as, yeah. you, as you should. Of course it's an intensive care scenario. Yeah. <laughs> um, and anybody who's out there who's been in and out of hospitals a lot, you get this like weird ability to be able to pick out a good nurse in like a second. Oh, it's kind of like a good or bad waiter. It's the same thing or bad teacher. Like when you walked in the first day of class and you looked at a teacher and you're like, Oh fuck. Like, right. Or yeah, this is going to be great. Like same thing. It's the same. You just know, like, I hate that shit. I know. And this woman looked at me and I looked at her and I was like, this is, this is bad. Like, this isn't good. <laughs> this she, is not good. She doesn't like me. Like I, she, just, she doesn't, she's, she's dead inside. Like she there like, doesn't care. Yeah, because the thing is, is like intensive care nurses are usually like angel people. They're like ER nurses. They're yeah. just like, they're, they're calm. This woman was just not, I had a bad feeling. So I asked my doctor, you know, can my boy, my, my boyfriend at the time, I'm like, can he stay over? Just yeah. have somebody with me tonight. And he's like, well, no, he's not technically family. And I'm like, uh. Yeah, okay, it, thanks. Like, <laughs> you're like, okay, well, thanks for reminding me that I have no technical family. Great. You know. And I was Fuck. too doped up to play the dead mom card. So it was just like, I'm Ugh. like, whatever. Oh, so I go to sleep and I wake up at two in the morning. Oh God. And realize that nobody has given me more pain medication. <gasps> oh, ah. so I've, 
I've had I'm like freaking out for a you. valve replacement done. So my heart is completely inflamed. I've had no anti-inflammatory medication. Fuck had, my life. And here's the thing. Pain medication, kids, doesn't do shit if the inflammation isn't under control. Inflammation it, is such a big thing. I didn't realize that for so long. No, it's everything. Inflammation is why you're in pain. Yeah. That's, you know, some of it has to do. So like, think about it this way. When you move and you're in pain, that's like a joint or a sprain or something like that. If you're just sitting there in pain, like arthritis. Yes. That's inflammation. I know that one. And you can't, I know. And on a much smaller scale. No, I mean, it's like, whatever. I mean, there's no dick measuring contest in the world that would make any sense out of this. But the point is, long story short, this woman completely ignored me all night. She was supposed to be like regularly. Well, yeah. And so she did not come in. Then I realized that I couldn't find the nurse call button. (gasps) So something had happened and I couldn't get it. I had my chest had just been pried open. And so I could see it, but I couldn't. Oh God. I'd also been intubated. So I, I could yell, but you couldn't hear me because I was all scratchy. It was like, hello. Like, that's all I had. And everybody else in the ICU was asleep. So. Oh, fuck. So. Um, this is like a scene out of a nightmare. To make everything worse, the only thing that was on, this, so the television was on, oh, no. and it was just the Jessica Simpson's, Simpson proactive infomercial. Oh. So I watched oh, that. Oh, that's like the worst. So I, it was the worst. Because it's like an hour, it's hours of her being like, I'm normal. It's like you're I'm not, just like the rest of you. Yeah, you're just. I had one pimple. Yeah, yeah, you're fuck you. <laughs> I anyway, Jessica Simpson. Um, Jessica Simpson, everybody. She can't sing, right? Because I heard no. her. I, even when people were like, "Oh my God, she's got such a beautiful voice." She always sounded like yeah to me. Oh, so irresistible. Yeah, it's like you can't. You're just a slut. Like that's all I hear. Anyway. That's that was that whole era though. It's just like I know. Do you oh, really need baby, to sing or just be like baby. hot and yeah? Britney. I mean, I love Britney. Pre 9 11 music scene was a very different thing. After (laughs) that, it was like, and then we get the cancer and the bones and we die. It's like, like, thanks, Iron and Wine. Oh, great. Good. Great. Thank you, Garden State. Um, I miss you, Britney. (laughs) Britney, come back. Come back. (laughs) And she's like, I'm good. By the way, uh, I do not get any, uh, any money from Britney Spears, but I could not endorse following Britney Spears on Instagram more. Yeah. I need, I'm not on oh, Instagram. No. That's where I need to follow her. Jessica, let me tell you something. Um, it'll change your life if you let it, because here's the thing. She runs her own account and she goes crazy, right? I've seen a couple of videos she I think, does, from Twitter, but like she does her own fashion shows like Norma Desmond style in her mansion and films herself. And then she, uh, she does other things like, wow, I'll send you a screenshot of my favorite. I've taken, I have many, uh, <laughs> One, oh. one time she just posted a screenshot of chess and the post was interesting game. I think I want to learn sometime. And then it was like the thoughtful <laughs> emoji. I'm like, Brittany, you are my life and I love you. Oh, anyway. She's amazing. So yeah, I've been in a lot of pain. <laughs> I, I had to wait and I knew that there was like a nurse changeover happening either at four or five. So I was like, okay, I just need to get through two more hours of this. Fuck. And then, and then sure enough, like the, the, the change over nurse comes in and she looks at me and she sees like, you're I mean, clearly feet, not well. My feet were bloated. I mean, it was bad. Like it was really, Fuck. really bad. I almost died. And I made sure the nurse got fired. Good. Oh yeah. No, that's a whole other podcast, but yeah. I, y'all fuck that no, lady. I, 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 I went crazy. Cause at that point I was in so much pain that I thought, well, fuck it. They were like, let's give you pain medication. And I said, you know what? I'm not taking anything until I speak to the highest 
official in the hospital. You're like, I fucking want I'll, that lady. I will die over this. <laughs> like, this woman needs to be fired. Like, Good this, for you. I mean, no, so I, I just that's fucking intense. I had vomit. I looked like Linda Blair. I mean, like, I literally did. Like, it was Jesus. horrifying. And, you know, my friends showed up and they're like, you got to take something. I'm like, there's no, I'm in so much pain now that I don't even care anymore. Like, I don't. Yeah. Pain can make you like Oh, it made me snap. No, I mean, I lost it. And so anyway, she got fired. Good. Um, so that's why, yeah, the pregnancy pain thing just doesn't. doesn't it doesn't scare you. And I'm going to get an epidural because and I'm And you getting, trust hospital. Yeah. I say, I am always like, I'm weary of pharmaceuticals, but. What do you know? Yeah. Well, it's also like, <laughs> I'm you know? on some now because I was like, oh, that's yeah. the only I have to take them or I'm going to have a disease keep progressing. But also I I'm a hundred percent positive. The pain I've had has never been even remotely close to what you just described, but I have definitely mm-hmm. been in enough pain where I was like, I don't care. Give well, me also, anything. Persistent pain is different. Also yeah. like it works on you in a different way. Cause like chronic, yeah. Where it's like chronic pain makes you crazy. Like it, and it, and it leads you down a lot of different rabbit holes that can really fuck up your life. Well, yeah. It, I mean, it can make you, I don't know. It's just like things that I would have been like, I'm like a very like skeptic, yeah. like generally logical person, but I'm like, I don't care. Cover me in crystals. Will it help? Like yeah. get oh, the yeah. pain, exercise pain. me, yeah. anything. Oh, well I guess like that's a weird blessing and not that you needed sure. it, but it's like, Oh, come on. You know what? Honestly, like it's, I really like myself. So what the fuck do I do with that? You know, I mean, yeah. I can't be me without all the other stuff. Yeah. So what do you do? You just kind of go with it. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing I put into perspective. I'm really weird. And I, I'm, I really like the, um, Oregon trail. Like I'm, I'm very, the fat. game very, no, no, or no. <laughs> like the literal. The, yeah. I'm just fascinated by the Oregon trail. I'm, oh, wow. I'm writing a screenplay about it. I just, I'm really interested by, by the whole thing. Well, if you need someone in the background to have dysentery, I am available. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Score. My first cast. My dream role. Yeah. <laughs> Um, one in five women on the Oregon trail were pregnant. God. So that means like one in five women gave birth, whether or not they survived, I still can't find a statistic on it, but, but they were like on this in a wagon in the wilderness. Oh wow. Where there were bears. Like if like they smelled, I mean, it's like, so I think about this kind of thing and I'm like, you know, I understand the woo woo thing. Like I get it. Like, (laughs) Oh, I'm, I'm bringing a life into the world. It's like, okay, you're, you haven't done anything. (laughs) You got laid. (laughs) I was like, I had sex with my husband, which I enjoyed doing. Yeah. One of the reasons why we got married (laughs) and, um, I got pregnant. Not because I thought about it. Were you, were you guys like, who cares? Maybe we'll get pregnant. Let's try to get pregnant. We took the goalie away. I I got off birth control and I was like, let's see what happens. And I, and I even like sat him down and did this whole thing. I'm like, look, I want to be as laid back about this as possible. So if in two years we're still not pregnant, then we can start freaking out. But yeah, I'm just going off the pill. Yeah. I was pregnant a month and a half later. Jesus. (laughs) Real testament to the pill. You guys. Yeah. Well, or to his, I don't know. Uh, Well, part of it, part of it, I would love for it to be like something really cute like that. But really I just, I wasn't on birth control my whole life. Like a lot of women. Oh, so I think that was it. So it was like, you hadn't had that. Cause it takes longer sometimes when you've been on it. Yeah. Forever. I mean, I know girls, girls, I'm 32. I, I know <laughs> ladies, <laughs> ladies, girls night. Um, I know plenty of women that were on the pill from like 15 on Ugh. and it took them a long time to get pregnant. Now I, I don't know. That doesn't happen to everybody. Yeah. But I saw a consistent pattern there. I was really only on the pill because 
back in the day, um, because of my heart problem, I couldn't go on. You couldn't go on the pill. Oh, for that, like blood clotting and all sorts of stuff. Oh yeah. So anyway, I think that's probably why I got pregnant so fast. It's because your body was just okay. We're done with that. Okay, great. So we're just gonna ovulate. Great. All right. Oh, now we're pregnant. Drop these eggs. Sweet. (laughs) Fuck. That's crazy. Were you um? How did you feel when you first found out? It was the weirdest moment. We're like, oh. Okay, so I saved the pregnancy test because... People do that. I don't know. I don't know what else to do with it. Like, you can I have it away? so I can like trick someone into thinking I'm pregnant? Yes. That would be the best <laughs> use for it. <laughs> I didn't want to tell you this, but I'm pregnant. <laughs> Screenshot. Like- <laughs> oh, God. That would really be great. <laughs> um, that's funny. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh, it literally, everything changes from that moment. It yeah. sounds cheesy, but it's like... Oh, like you didn't realize the glass of wine you had the night before was the last glass of wine you're going to have. Right. Oh, what a sad. You're like, if I would have known. It wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) I've had mine. I, whatever. I look, here's the thing. I was born with this heart problem. I came out a week later. I had my first open heart surgery and I was given more pharmaceutical science shit than any adult has in their whole lifetime. Like the human machine as much as we want to pretend that we have a handle on this shit, uh, no. like it's all a crapshoot. It's, we have no idea what's really going on. I mean, just that, don't do heroin. I mean, like, just do don't, be, don't be methy. I don't know. Like, yeah, just, just don't you know. do heroin and you're fine. Yeah. I mean, you know, you just, you, in France, they're all drinking while they're pregnant. I was yeah. at it. We went to Paris for our honeymoon. I saw a pregnant lady drinking a glass of wine at dinner, and I was like, "This is a cool." That's place how to French live. people stay skinny. This is where we live. They right all have now. fetal I, alcohol syndrome. Yeah, exactly. I just. That's I why they're so sophisticated. I don't metabolize fat. <laughs> it's very nice. It's very nice. Oh wow! Yeah. When you found out, like, were you? Did you talk? Did you talk to your doctor about like? how your like heart problems well, might affect. I didn't just go off birth control. I mean, that was a whole process. Like, yeah. You had to like I, wean off or what? Talk to my, well, I mean, no, you I do, guess ju- not. You, you just do just stop the cold birth turkey. Control. It'd be weird if they're like, take a pill every other day. <laughs> it's like, just take a half a birth control off. pill. You're only going to halfway ovulate this time. <laughs> we don't want to put your body in the shock. Um, no, I mean, I had to, I went to the cardiologist. It was like one day, basically my miles and I were in the grocery store, my husband and I, and I was like, we should, we should have a baby. Oh, like we love each other a lot. And there's all this like love here. And it's weird that it's just the two of us with all this love. <laughs> like, yeah. It's, it's like, let's like, put that love into another yeah, thing. It's like, okay. Cause it, then it's just like, you just, then what you just earn money, you poop, you fuck, you eat and you die. Like, I don't, I, mean, I need one what, other thing. Yeah, <laughs> I need a thing, <laughs> you know? Um, uh, and I didn't like, I had such a crazy experience as a human because of family and stuff. Like I looked around at our family and our friends and I thought, you know what? This is a good experience for someone. Like, yeah, this be, is like a great place to bring up. This will be child. a good thing for a person. Yeah. So this will create a good, happy human. Yeah. Like we can add to the solution with this. You yeah. Know? And so the world needs more good people. Sure. Yeah, it does. And <laughs> I mean, lately I've felt really bad about bringing someone here who didn't ask for it, but yeah, yeah, of course. I, I think mean, of that. that wall. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how you can't hit that wall. And I don't know if I respect people that didn't at some point throughout. That they didn't at least go, sorry, kiddo. You're going to have to suffer like the rest of us. Yeah. You'll be fine. It'll be fine. Pull up your I little mean, bootstraps. Yeah, I, 
I feel bad about that on some level. I really do because existence is a fucking thing. But <laughs> it really is. But like I said, like I don't, I don't, I don't see the point in giving into that kind of thinking. Yeah. Like on why let it consume large, you? Well, why, I mean then yeah, I guess kill yourself, I guess. Like you're not helping us out. Like, <laughs> if you're really like feeling that way, like I'm not condoning suicide, but it's like, I don't know. Like if you really think all of this is pointless, I, what, the what are you doing? Over, what are you doing? And then yeah. you're, you're, what are you? <laughs> oh man, I get it. Cause I can relate on both sides. I can too. Find the things that make you think it not, it's not pointless or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's like, I don't know. I, as a as a female comic, and and being around a bunch of stand up comedians who are lovably nihilistic, <laughs> uh, it's been that's been a whole separate experience that I don't know that any of my other pregnant friends have experienced. Yeah, because it's like, oh, you guys aren't surrounded by a circle of people that are like, there's no god and everything's pointless. And they're borderline homeless, and they're you know, and they're disgusting. Yeah, and then they they look at you like they'll go on Facebook and they'll be like, women have the right to do whatever they want with their body, and then I tell them I'm pregnant, and they're like, good luck with that. It's like, You're like what? No, seriously. I mean, like they, I've gotten a lot of that, like a really? tremendous amount of that, like yeah. just hate. Shade? Just like condolences, basically. Like my career, my creative life is over. I was going to ask you, like, are people like, mm, I guess you chose the family route. Yeah. As if. Oh, yeah. How does that? I mean, that's. It feels horrible. Shitty. Because you're not planning to be like, well, I'm done here. No, it's awful. And it's mostly women. Really? Yeah. It's mostly women. I want to break this microphone in my hand. No, it's true. It's women, you know, it's women that are sad and just sad ladies being like, mm, that's so terrible. Yeah. I and mean, it's like I, some of the responses I've gotten have been anywhere from, uh, Oh, I like literally I told one woman that I was pregnant and she's like, wow, that's really good of you. I hate kids. <laughs> and I was like, you're not on stage right now. Like He's I'm like, a why person. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> I get it. If that's your like thing, like, oh, I'm emotionally broken on like, fine. Like your daddy issues are funny, but like, don't Jesus. Yeah. You know, like I, I don't know. And then, yeah, it's mostly been women. Yeah. Well, it's like, I, it's been a couple guys, but I don't listen to guys about women's stuff. Yeah. Cause anymore. they're fucking dumb. <laughs> I'm like, fine. I mean, like, I don't think I want kids because the lifestyle, I mean, of course right now it's like, what am I just going to get come from someone and be like, I'm having a, but like not because I think like having kids is terrible. No, look, I am not in the business of convincing anyone to have children. No, absolutely. Really? Like, but it's also like you're in a very happy marriage and still making your career work. And to me, it's like, Look, if you want to talk about like humps as a female in a entertainment career, that is the only one. It's like if you can find someone who is like loves you and will let you like succeed in like some type of spotlight, like that that's the obstacle. It's like once you have that, it's like you can do whatever. That's the That's the thing that cracks me up. It's like, why do you think the baby is the issue? Like it was the partner. Like yeah. that was the big win for me here. Like if like, you were I, just a train wreck single person, we're like, well, now I'm pregnant. No. I'd be like, 
Oh no! (laughs) (laughs) Because I think of myself, and I'm like, no. I mean, I think, but it's like the hardest part of like, I think having a child is like making sure you have like a nurturing home for it, and it's like you very clearly have that. Yeah, and that hasn't like impacted your ability. Like you have like a successful podcast. You're like doing comedy. It's like, yeah. I just, I don't think it's, I think it's tip, it's very typical of interpersonal relationships between females in any venue. Cause I have a full time other job that I do. I mean, I work, yeah, always working constantly. I, people don't <laughs> know this, but it's like I'm, I have a full time job because I need money. Money, yeah. And then I'll go out and I mean, when I'm not pregnant, I'll go out <laughs> and I'll do stand up and then we post an episode a week of white wine, true crime. And, and that's a fucking commitment. <laughs> it's huge. Yeah. Um, I mean, putting up with Carrie Martin every week. I'm kidding. Are you listening, Carrie? <laughs> she's uh no, she's actually, I love you. If, if I hadn't have started that podcast with Carrie specifically, there's no way it would have kept, it would going. kept going. You guys no, are such a great team because we just cheer each other on. I and love like, it. When things get fucked up, we just crack up. And yes. She's the best for like, she is. she's a laughing good. at yourself and like, just having like a friend who's just a good positive cheerleader of she a person. Is. She's a great dance mom. Uh, she that's, is. That's, we talk about that on the show a lot. Dance moms, but God. we actually have two podcasts. That's the other thing is like, Oh yeah. Another one for, for un- unpo- yeah, unpopular opinion. And you know, I, I appreciate like the, the ethic of the grind. I get it. But at the same time, like, well, I get 15 to 20,000 downloads a m- we, you know, per well, it's episode, also like so. everyone's path is different. And if you find a different Avenue that, is a more revenue, something you enjoy more. Who cares? But comics are the most hypocritical about that. Well, comics and just like LA people in general are well, like LA people. That's a whole other, like that's bitter that's, cunty. That's a whole other Oprah. I just, just want to get to a place in my career where if I have a laptop in an airport, I can work. Yeah. That's all I want. Cause I, I mean, I love living here in long beach. I could not live in LA. I, just, I was just talking to Carrie about this last night. Like, Ugh. Carrie has been called fat by three people in the last five months. What? In LA. Just, they called her fat one way or another. They just called her fat. I don't even have words. It's, yeah. LA is so fucking disgusting and people are so fake and it's like this palpable, like I know when my career is going well based on how some specific people treat me. Like it's like, oh, Oh, now you would like to get lunch. Yeah, <laughs> that's. Exactly. I don't have time for lunch, but yeah. it's crazy that for the last nine months, nothing. Yeah, <laughs> or whatever. I know. So it makes sense. It just I think females in general were like socialized to fucking be cunts to each other, and I hate it. Well, the frustrating part is that you know so the creative world I've gotten pushed back, and then in corporate America, all of those obstacles that all the comics post about, who by the way don't work in corporate have no America. experience. Those exist too. Yeah. They're not wrong about this. So like things. the feminist, like the fact that you're pregnant, is that like a... Oh my God. I mean, it was like a whole... Well, luckily, like where I work is v- very family friendly and like... Oh, that's good. Well, at least they're like happy for me that I'm pregnant. And that's what... Yeah, I'm they're pregnant. not like, ugh. Yeah, I mean, I have... Another one bites the dust. I have girlfriends that are in these like super cool, high powered jobs and were terrified to tell anyone they were pregnant because there was always someone right behind them trying to... Take know. their spot. So Fuck. that's... See, f- people forget like... That's a thing too. Yeah. It's not just like, I didn't get my time off. It's like, no, 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 you don't understand. Not like, only that. Yeah. If you prove to be replaceable, you will be replaced in corporate America. That's Jesus. the way it goes. Yeah. So. Yeah. Are you worried about that? No, no, 
No, because I'm also like very much a person that listens to the universe at the same time. Like for as practical as I am, like I don't, you just roll with it. You go with the flow. It's like this happened. It happened. Let's keep going. Yeah. What are you supposed to, what, what can you do? Like I can't, I understand things are bad right now, but you can't studied a lot of world history and I mean, global world history, (laughs) not just like world history, like the Animaniacs. Like they teach you in like elementary school in America. I have a degree in comparative world literature. Like Uh, I spent a year on the Holocaust. Like I, I know what I'm talking about, guys. Uh, or genocide. It was a whole... Anyway. Wow. No, really, I did. It was... Brilliant. That was how you did college, let me tell you. <laughs> I'll become an expert in genocide. Yeah, you think you were cool because you got stoned and watched Carl Sagan. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> how nah, did you nah, know that? You can go toe-to-toe <laughs> with, any, with any bummer uh, of a human. Um, <laughs> I have it really good. Yeah. And I have it really good because I am a good person. It's not that hard. Yeah. I'm not saying everything works out. I'm not saying my life has been easy. Yeah. But like, of course you get what you give. (laughs) I love that. You do. It's like, be a good person. Yeah. It will work out. It will. I mean, and then you might get shot in Las Vegas or something, but at the same time, like when you go, however you go, do you really want everybody being like, yeah, well then we kind of saw that coming. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? Where it's like, like, yeah, at least like be the kind of person where people are like, what a loss. They were a great person. Yeah. Like I think about my mom's funeral and it was like, there were 450 people there. And this is a woman that was a stay at home mom. Yeah. Wow. You know, like we had everybody from Ralph's, the neighborhood Ralph's was there. Oh, everyone loved her. Everyone loved my mom. So it was like, that was a cool lesson. Like, okay, there, like that's the watermark. That's what we're going to just be a good person. Just be a good person. So, cause like, what the fuck? What? Like, otherwise, like, fuck you yeah like, <laughs> like, like fuck you if you're not a good the person the other side of it is just like fuck you like i don't yeah. we don't need this shit it's, yeah we really don't well like, it's like people who are shitty people and then oh, like just listening to like i mean i only know it really specifically at this point in my life from like comedians but it's sure. like people who are like bitter but they're also shitty people it's like what do you what do you think Pick that one. you deserve <laughs> yeah. like what do you think that you're not getting that people are like uh that poor person who's shitty to everyone. Well, like to put it on the other side, like from corporate, from my corporate world, you know, like there's this woman I work with. Have you ever seen Rear Window? No, I'm okay. illiterate when it comes to all. That's fine. Pop culture. There's a character in Rear Window that Jimmy Stewart names Miss Lonely Heart. She's just like constantly got these guys coming in and out of her apartment. She's always making dinner. She's oh. a little bit older. And I, I work with a woman that I call Miss Lonely Heart. And oh. I work in Orange County, so no one has seen Rear Window there either. So <laughs> it, I've only called her that in my head. Um, <laughs> but she's been married three times. Uh. And, or, yeah. Tw- no, sorry. She's been married twice. Divorced twice. And um, I was sitting in the break room, and uh, I, I've got my feet up. I'm kind of munching on my lunch and hanging out. She walks in, and she's like, how far away from your due date are you? Like with all this like sparkle in her eye, I'm like, Oh, I'm, I think I'm like 10 weeks away at the time. Aww. She's like, I'm so excited for you. In 10 weeks, your life will finally have meaning. Oh God. <laughs> oh no, this poor woman. Yeah. Oh, there are people who think that, that they're like, I mean like it's wonderful for, for people who like add to their life by like bringing in another life and nourishing sure. it. But like, God, to go like my well, life what, is meaningless without. Well, what do I have to bring this person? 
if anything before it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's like, like why am I having a child if, if nothing mattered? Meaningless up until this. Point? That is like the worst reason to have a child. Correct. Is like, oh, I need meaning. Actually, I'll, well, I have one more that somebody said that is a worse reason to trap uh, someone into loving you. Oh. Nope. Uh, I again in the break room. Uh, what a break room! I post about it a lot. Give me a break room. I, okay. Heyo. <laughs> um, I've I I talk about break rooms a lot in my standup because. Hey. It's a really weird place. You but anyway, could write a whole sitcom that takes place in a break room or a web series. Yep. I have ideas, but I mean, who doesn't? So, yeah. <laughs> um, this other woman I work with said to me, um, so this is your first child. I said, yeah. And she said, how many are you planning on having? And I was like, um, Oh, it's a little we're early. We're looking at two. I, I didn't know what, I didn't know what to say. She's yeah. like, just have as many as you can because you know, one of them might die what yeah that's it so her reason to have kids was to just make sure a couple of them were around when everything you know after everything shakes out wow real thing somebody said to me she's like you're gonna need a whole support team if one of these kicks the bucket like what are you yeah and then i had how bad do you think your seed needs to be spread by the way that you're like some of them might die yeah i mean (laughs) i uh, she uh wow she's not an optimist jessica no um (laughs) The stuff people say to you when you're pregnant is a very, it's a very weird experience. Like I had one guy, a sales guy, salesmen are terrible human beings. They're just the worst. They're the grossest. In general. Yes. Like literally just like this one guy, like kind of jocks around the office saying things like shake and bake, baby. I'm like, you're quoting Talladega nights. Yeah. Like stop. Oh, but he said to me, you know, uh, I never really got the whole pregnancy thing. And then my wife got pregnant. I got to say, I find pregnant women really sexy now. So that was his congratulations. That's so fucking creepy. Correct. Um, I had another person tell me to, uh, that having a baby's great. Just don't get a baby monitor because of white noise. I'm sorry. What? Because ghosts will talk to my baby. Oh, of course. Yeah, obviously. Clearly. (laughs) Uh, because of white I said, noise. I, I got to ask you, are you worried? If the baby, uh, look, if the baby's talked back, I'd be really proud. Yeah. <laughs> like my baby talks <laughs> my to ghosts. Inf- if my infant child spoke that uh, genius, like yeah. that's what I'm trying for here. I mean, God. yeah, it's a bummer that it's Satan, but still, you yeah. Know. You're like, Oh, this is going to be great. <laughs> There's so many, so much material. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was also weird hearing people say like, Oh, you're going to have so much more material now that you're a mom. Yeah. Like, which I am guilty of well, I, that. Not that I would ever have a kid for a baby. I mean, a kid for a baby, <laughs> have a baby for material. Mm-hmm. But every time, and I've only like really looked at it like through male comics mostly actually, cause it'll be like my wife and kids. And it's like, what a fucking luxury that you could just exploit your fucking at home wife who pushed out all these babies to be like, oh, being a dad, I'm an idiot. That's like, yeah, you ever see the honeymooners? My life is just like that. Yeah. Okay. And it's just like, oh, you just get to say, repeat things that your kid said, and then that's hilarious. Yeah, hopefully, Tim Allen will be the death rattle of that. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> I hope. But I, I, it's just weird to me how many different ways people have basically asserted that having a child is an aesthetic choice. And God, that's insane. It really freaks me out. <laughs> yeah, I was in the car with a girl this was a few years ago it was like from my hometown who had just had a baby i 
was like loosely friends with this girl. Sure. She was an idiot. And she was just like <laughs> someone you've known. And we were hanging out cause I was home and I was like, Oh, whatever. I'm getting coffee with this fucking idiot. <laughs> but her baby's like in the back and she literally is like, oh, I just love having a baby. They're like the hottest new accessory. She said that. She and said I was that like, aloud? I want to jerk the wheel and kill all of us. Wow. Wow. You're Sorry, raising kid. a thing. You're Oof. responsible for that girl yeah. who's going to have so many problems. <laughs> it's really weird. And now it's like also with social media, there's like, all of these things I have to think about. Oh, like privacy and like, yeah, that. And like, I'm not famous by any stretch of the imagination, but I do have a podcast. You have a public profile. Exactly. I got an IP. There are creeps out there or like, yeah. And I also, but just beyond that though, like I'm more concerned about my husband and I talk about this a lot. Like, I don't want to craft this person's identity before they get a chance to do it themselves. God. Oh, you see so much of that online when people are yeah, like, and some of my closest friends are just like chronic. They're like obsessed with sharing every moment of this child's life. It's like, just pay attention to your kid. We don't yeah. need to know that. Well, like you know, science, they, I mean, they've pr- neuroscience has proven now that if you use your phone to take a picture of a moment, you're not actually making a memory. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so that freaks me out. That's um, crazy. Might have watched too much Black Mirror, but that really freaks me. I don't know. I've always had a theory, and this is only from the sidelines, that I'm like, anyone who, the people who post the most pictures of their kids are the worst parents. I just have decided that. All my friends who are great parents, rarely posting photos. Maybe the professional Easter. It's like, no, they're engaging with their children. That's what you should do. Like, you get somebody to take pictures of your kid, then that's what those are for. It's also like, I've seen people make profiles for their children yeah and it's like you're putting naked pictures of this baby like that's to me is a weird violation of like it's like yeah it's your baby but oh, it's yeah. also it's a, a human well and here's here's the other side of the coin too is like there's so much judgment immediately when you get pregnant it's Ugh. it's the craziest and there's no place to go there's no refuge oh wow there's not like a, a pregnancy safe house <laughs> no because it's filled with weird bitches like yeah. <laughs> so much other pregnant bitches who are trying to out pregnant you, know, you and you just it's like i've had to kind of adjust i think around month six i really hit like a wall and i just felt really lonely because just because you can't relate to like the people that you are around you kind of i mean i have some girlfriends that i, I don't want to pretend that i don't have anybody that i can talk to about these things it's yeah. like that it's just that the truth is is that you nobody's you and it's the most like intensely clarifying experience you know everything you've ever thought or done or whatever you you mine through there's no way around it yeah and i don't have a mom uh i have a really great mother-in-law she's the best oh that's good but she's still my mother-in-law yeah it's not the same you don't have that example of I can't, well, and I also, there's just like, it's very hard to be very honest when you're pregnant. People don't want you to be honest. They don't want you, they just want you to be okay. They want like, you to be like, I'm just so excited. Yeah. Like and, and they, fine. they want all of that or they want you to hate it or something. They just want you to have an opinion about it. Yeah. It's like, how can I, I have not done yet. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like let me get through I it. I need to process this, you know? And, um, yeah, there was there were a couple weeks there that it got really dark for me because I I'm sure part of it was hormonal, but yeah. The other part of it was just you know, you, you think there's there's this secret hope we all have that one day you're going to come home and you're going to get an email or a letter or a call. And the universe is going to say to you, 
you did it. You did it. <laughs> You're just a success. Good job. Yeah, you did it. Good job. Everything's fine now You're from fine. here on out. Everything's fine. And we're not going to throw anything else at you. And um, just, just keep on keeping on. You know, that's right? what we really all want. Yeah. And there's nothing like getting pregnant to drive home the fact that at the very least that letter has been deferred. Yeah. You're like, that's not coming. Okay. Now it's a whole new set of things on the way. Fuck. And you can't even as this being my first pregnancy, I can't even guess. Yeah. I I, I can't. You just have to, I don't know what it's like to be a mom. Yeah. I have no idea. I have (sighs) no clue. Um, and then you're like, okay, I'm gonna go listen to like a mom, um, like I'm gonna check out these like mommy podcasts. Do you? I tried. Or you like? Uh, well, it's like some fuck of, everything. It's either like like <laughs> pioneer mom or whatever. You know, I'm gonna. Here's a hundred ways to be a mom in this way. You know, here's we did a craft with bottles, and you're just like Jesus. You know, and then you switch <laughs> over, and it's like the longest, shortest hour is like the popular like NPR one right now. Oh yeah. And you put that one on, and it's like. Joshua was born in December of <laughs> 2015. In January of 2016, Joshua's mother realized that he could only tilt his head to the right. And you're like, fuck. Oh, you no. Know, like, no when, one, like, why would you? Oh, <laughs> uh, no. You know, like, I don't, I don't want that. Yeah. You know? And it's all these, like, super hipster moms, which uh, I'm not a hipster. I'm not. I'm no. so not that. Yeah. I mean, I, I, mean, I, I haven't fallen apart, but yeah. I'm not trendy i'm not i'm like i said like i'm not gonna start an etsy page with baby booties i'm getting a fucking epidural that's yeah that's that's give me the fucking drugs line in the sand between me and these other women (laughs) um you know and who are just gonna rub essential oils on their stomach i'll be fine do you want to be the breastfeeding activist mom do you want to be and it's like no i don't no i don't want to take a stand i'm too tired yeah (laughs) like it's like how do you have energy to blog <laughs> about breastfeeding every day i don't know i uh, i have friends that are like posting pictures of breastfeeding and i and i'm you know i'm sure somebody that listens to this podcast is gonna get mad at me for this but like i don't have a problem with a woman breastfeeding i do have a problem with a woman posting a picture of her breastfeeding yeah because it's not like i'm in a public place yeah and i stumbled upon it it's and like i just have to like keep walking that's it's your like boob that's your kid Maybe like 15 years from now, this is the most embarrassing thing this child will ever stumble upon. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, I don't even think about it in terms of the kid. I don't want a picture of me breast being breastfed by my mom. What's well, hilarious, the idea that like how many women who post those like take that society would like oh, shame a porn star or something for being like, oh, she's so, just social, slutting around. Social media activism writ large is something that I just wish would die. No, because it, it's not by and large doesn't help. It's like, you're getting pats on the back from your circle of friends who already agree with you. What have you changed? I'm exhausted. I I can't do it anymore. Yeah. I mean, I really, I don't, I, and I think less of people now than do it at this point. I I mean, it's like, I used to appreciate the sentiment. I try to like, when I see something that's like positive or helpful or like an actual thing, that's like, here's the thing you can actually do to help. I'll try to share it. But like so many people are just like, racism is bad like this post if you agree and it's like what what do you what do you think's gonna happen like, yeah, it's like of course pop quiz like huh you know i, yeah. I <laughs> woo no i um yeah i don't know when you're gonna release this but of course this week that horrible thing in las vegas goes down oh and gosh it's a nightmare 
Of course. And immediately, Ugh. everybody. I, I feel like we you at least got a couple days before, like like two three years ago, we had a couple days to just be sad, right? Remember? And now people are just Remember? like just a couple days. We had a couple days where everybody was like, "That was fucking horrible," and I hope that never happens again. And then somebody's uncle would start the fight <laughs> about like gun guns. Or, and then you're like, I guess we have to talk whatever, about whatever it was. Nobody's grieving. It's just immediate. Well, and then it's like these people, and I just talked about this with Adam on unpopular opinion, but these people that have turned their Facebook feed into like ad hoc news feeds, it's like, no asshole. You're <laughs> no one. Like you yeah. are. <laughs> That's so funny. You, you drive a Ford Fiesta. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> like relax. Shut the fuck you're up. You're not changing the world. You're not doing anything. And I, God. I, I don't know. Well, it's like so much of so much of it is like, yes, there are conversations that at some point need to be had, but then it's like, I, I just see shit like that. And I'm like, you're just trying to get retweets in a moment of yeah. when, when it's people, gross. yeah, it's like you're, you're co-opting other people's tragedy for attention, for it's attention. Nice. So you can like maybe get some followers. You get a little endorphin buzz. Yeah. You're it's like, addicted. I feel good. It really is. No, it's you, like, no, it is an addiction. I got the, the hearts. Yeah. I feel better. And then it's like, that's not going to last long literally they're literally addicted yeah so they're doing anything to get whatever yeah i realized i was going down that road about two years ago and i made my facebook profile private and (laughs) what do you know those likes really started to drop but guess what i also don't end up fighting with somebody's weird aunt yeah they're like i'm not going to (laughs) change you you're not going to change me how did you get to this fucking page yeah yeah i keep i have uh, deactivated my regular Facebook multiple times and then been like, I need to message this. Per-. Well, Messenger now works with it deactivated. I didn't know that, but I also will be like, there's a couple groups I post in, like when I, that like, yeah. it helps me like Look, promote. And then I'm like, Bleh. it's silly to assume that this is going to go away. And I'm not trying to moralize I hate using it. your fucking Facebook. Okay. But my point is, is that when, you know, to kind of get back to what we're originally talking about, like embarking on this journey now, I'm realizing that, you know, in this day and age, I'm going to have to teach my son the difference between doing something and think having an opinion. And then even further back, the difference between an opinion and a feeling. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Or it's like the, yeah. Sharing the way you feel also isn't real action either. No, it's like teaching someone that and that you're going to be inundated like the task of having to teach someone that like sometimes you're just going to have to put on blinders and be like, don't buy into yeah. everything you see. Is well, like- I mean, exactly. I mean, I, I think that, you know, the early millennials, I'll call us, yeah, <laughs> um, were sort of the battering ram for just social media as a concept. Yeah. You know? And so we kind of took a bunch on the chin um, dealing with that. R.I.P. Vine. I'm kidding. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, all that content. Uh, I spent so much time making a little animated short on Vine. I was a hero to at least five people. Oh, man, that's so good. Oh, um, God. I love it. No, but I mean, like, I just think that you... We, we, we got hit with a lot. Yeah. I mean, we got hit with not only social media, but then how it all got integrated and whatever. So now... It's daily the, life. The younger millennials like don't remember not having things like YouTube, which it's just always been there. That's right. crazy. So that's the world my son is going to enter into, which is like that and whatever's beyond where we're at now. Yeah. It's just going to be a constant for him. Wow. So 
now I have this whole other reason to make sure I know what the fuck is going on. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, I have to like so, know so I can... So I don't have time to argue with anyone is my point. Like, yeah. You're like, okay, I, it, you breastfeed. Fine. Yeah, like, do your thing. Yeah, unfollow. It's fine. Yeah. It's like, I just don't need to see your titty. It's not a big deal. Great. Your boob is... It's a breastfeeding boob too. Like really? This is this uh, is the time you're showing your boob? Nipple city. No, we're good. Like, where, where were these in your early 20s? Yeah. You could have made something. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's a lie. My boobs still haven't done anything. No? No. No. God. I'm never going to get boobs. Luckily, my husband's a butt man. Otherwise, oh. I don't know. I need someone who's like a personality. I needed a personality guy. guy. I, yeah, he was a personality guy. Too, I have no so. butt. I have no boobs. I got a weird Buddha dummy. It's just. I think you're adorable, but I'm not going to go down this road. Because no, it's, it's fine. Pointless with I, people. Yeah, no, it's like. Well, uh, who cares? But like, <laughs> like why am I you, talking about myself? But haven't you at least got to the point where you're like, well, this is my face. Yeah, no, okay, I'm good. fine. All right, good. I'm fine. No, all of that wasn't like a, well, I don't have this. That's just like, well, this is what you get. That was my last relationship at the beginning. The guy I was dating offhandedly was like, yeah, I'm going to start working out again and get in better shape. He, he's not in bad shape. He's just skinny yeah, guy, whatever. Fine. And I just was like, okay, cool. Like, just so you know, this is as, probably as good as it's going to get for me. <laughs> Like, I'm trying to be healthy, but like... You're like over under, this is... I'm not going to sit here yeah. and pretend I'm about to like get ripped or the tits are going to sprout. And he's like, no. he was totally fine with it, obviously. But I was like, it was so relieving to just go, yeah, this is who I am. So, And you know that's what's freeing. weird is that there are so many women that you and I know mutually who are stunning. And they're not just beautiful. Some of them are like sexy. Like, yeah. they're like hot. And I was ne- I'm never going to be the hot. I mean... I'll always be cute at best. Yeah, I'm I'm like girl next door, like Joey Potter, Dawson's <laughs> Creek material. Like that's where I that's my lane. Okay, you know? yeah. Like, I gave I give good holiday. Like bring me home to your parents. Like I'll knock their socks. I off. love that. I feel like I could fall in there. I'll never be. But sexy is also effort. Some is like. Oh no! That, but I was getting to that. Those are the craziest, most insecure women I know, and I don't understand it because. They're like, them. I'm it's like, like you're clearly you so like, gorgeous. You look like you're like, you're like the sexiest woman ever. Like yeah. I don't. I just look like I literally now. I really do just look like somebody's mom. Like I, <laughs> you are. I am. Like that's I, crazy. It's weird. But no, it's so weird too because it's like being around. I have. I mean, we have mutual friends. I have friends like that, and then it's like hearing them like be insecure is like. Oh, it's so boring. I kind of have to like check out because I'm like, I, it's so I, boring. I'm okay with who I am and I don't look like I'm you. I'm exhausted by it. I, I shut it down. That's why I even just at the beginning of that, I was like, I'm not doing this because I can't. Because well, it's like, yeah, I was like, I don't, why am I saying this? Like, I don't care. Like, I'm not like, I'm the amount that I, the weird amount that I've gotten complimented on my ability to be ugly because of my comedy is like, all right, okay, well, this is where we are. I remember <laughs> I went to, that's really funny. Like, I, that's uh, just great how ugly you're, you let yourself be. And I'm like, mm-hmm, I'm so brave. You're so. like a female Robin Williams. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, my dream. Great. That's what I wanted to hear. Um, I recently got, you're like a female Jerry Seinfeld. And I had to think really hard about that. I'm like, like what does that even mean? I don't know. I, I, I still don't know. You're like, I observe things and happen to be a woman? And then somebody <laughs> told me recently that I remind them of a straight Ellen. And I'm like, that is not a person. <laughs> like, that's, I, I don't even know what I don't that know means. That, that's just Ellen. I if don't she, know. What? great i do love her stand-up she's very funny she's one of my favorites i guess then that makes sense because they're both observational comics yes I, I guess i try not to think about the things yeah. people say to me well, the me. people will try to like I, sometimes it's like grasping at straws i think people just want something to compare you to is that it's like i don't yeah 
Yes. Someone once was like, you're like a female Sam Kinison. I'm like, I'm just wearing a long sweater. That's not a nice thing to say to a woman. <laughs> I am going to go on the record and say yeah. that was And I was like, thank you. I'm yell a lot. I'm very angry that's right now. That's insane to say that to a woman. <laughs> I was like, like I literally was like, I probably should shower. <laughs> that's like saying, like, you remind me of Kathy Bates. Like, yeah. no one wants to hear that. I've gotten that once. And Why? I, like, I think that was a joke. They were oh, like, okay, good. You're like, I was a friend who's like, you're like a young Kathy Bates. And I was like, Jesus. What? What did she look like when she was younger? Yeah. I was like, I mean, I wish I was that good of an actress. Like a really tiny, blonde, much more magical Kathy Bates. <laughs> it has like, if you did a lot of mushrooms around Kathy Bates and yeah. we're in a magical forest. I mean, if I just like, if like God showed up and he was like, look, I'm going to spare you all the, you're just heading straight towards Francis McDormand land. I'd be like, <laughs> okay, fine. That's like, fine. I, Whatever. We're, we're cool. Like we're good. Great. <laughs> Fuck. I mean, the surprise is gone, but whatever. Um, okay. All right. Good to know. She's one of my heroes. That's fine. But it's funny because like, I, I just, I, I get so bored with the, like small conversations now. No, I have fucking I don't know what I'm going to do with a baby. Yeah. Oh, that's so crazy. <laughs> like, Cause I'm just, I'm not going to be like, I, I don't even know. I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know how to finish this, this thought because I haven't verbalized it yet, but I, we get it. I get into these like weird, especially like industry conversations where oh, like, kill oh. me. I don't even like to go out anymore. It's like, how are you? And it's, if you don't tell people what you're doing when they ask, how are you? They're like, do you get oh. that? Like, like exhausted feeling in your chest? <laughs> no. Yeah. No, I literally am like, it's like my insides are out of breath is how I describe it. Is that like, what is it called when you're, when you are out of breath, but like, yeah emotionally i i know this sounds like silly but i don't want to make it as a comic if it takes me being an asshole no is that really i i i have confidence in my my material and my sense of humor it's great and there's nothing i can do about not wanting i I, bill murray's my hero is what i'm saying like if i I can just bill murray i don't know if there's a female bill murray out there that just Managed to set up some voicemails that people have to call. Oh my God. But that's. I, I want to do that now. I'm stealing your persona. Fine. It's okay. <laughs> no. I'll Chevy Chase you. But I. <laughs> I. Oh, he's a dick. He is a dick. I would be a bad Chevy Chase. I think we, we all would. I just would make a bad, fat, bald man, I think. <laughs> you wouldn't fare well. I wouldn't go. If I go bald, it's. I mean. going to be a lot of fun if hats. We're going to talk about the best careers, like as far as comedians go. Like stand-ups or just yeah, comedy people? Just comedy people. I think Larry David probably has it. What a dream. Because he's a fucking dick. The show is about how he's a dick. And he just he gets did, to keeping a dick. He did a show about people that were dicks. And enough people know he's a dick that like he probably doesn't get harassed that much. Nobody bugs him. Nobody's going to fucking... Larry, don't want to bother you. It's like, no, you're, you don't want to well, bother him. Also, like, his fans are, like, intelligent people. Like, that's <sighs> the dream. Like, you're not yeah, it's harassed not... by assholes all the time. Like, dumb ass. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, like, a guy after a show that's like, I heard you say that one thing about your butthole. And it's like, is that the only thing you heard? <laughs> but did you... But then it's like, also, who do I think I am? Like, didn't you hear the context of the butthole material? Yeah. And it's like, no, no, of course not. No. What do I think I am? Gandhi of buttholes? Gandhi of buttholes? Yeah, no, I think that, um, I, I just, I think as I sit here kind of like so close to having a baby, I'm just, the thing I'm most concerned about is making sure that this person, uh, feels like, like it would break my heart if I found out that my son 
was worried that any measure of love would be taken from him if he needed to be himself. Like oh, that to yeah. me is the scary. <laughs> like, oh God, it's going to make me cry. That's my biggest fear. <laughs> like, like you want him to know he's loved I no matter what. I literally don't care. Like if at the end of all of this, I have a daughter, I don't like, I don't <laughs> care. I just like to me, all of the world's problems are created because somebody didn't feel loved. I mean, honestly, I know. I totally agree that like love is what can, I don't want to say you can't undo shit, but it's like prevent love well, loving love, people love heals undo shit yeah i mean i i have my my relationship with my husband has been incredibly healing i mean he's yeah. been such a um uh, unconditional fun person to uh. be around you know and you know my family's like i mean his family is literally like the cleaver i mean like it's perfect and and really that and really great like wow not shitty (laughs) not like secretly not not like stepford but like genuinely just good people his parents are just both people that are very self-aware and you know his mom runs a hospital his dad uh spent years helping kids get rehabilitated and you know work through the the juvenile uh, detention system but he was like one of the good ones there, uh, you know, and his sister's really fun. And my family is like a Faulkner novel. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, f- I relate to you. Everybody on that. is like fucked up. Fucked. Um, yeah. There's like suicide and dead people. Yeah. <laughs> cancer and anger and addiction and multiple personality. I mean, all yeah. of it. it's literally all of it. Um, but I'm telling you, just like feeling loved consistently in the last seven and a half years, being with my husband has undone so much. It's like healed you. I yeah. truly believe that that's a thing. Oh, it's real. Yeah. And so when I get weird, cynical reactions about wanting to start a family, I get angry. But then I go home and I think about it. And then I just get really sad for because, like, because those people. Yes. I mean, it's I mean, I don't know what I don't understand, though is why somebody with that mindset feels that they have any business picking up a microphone and telling anyone anything about the world because yeah. they're so wrong. <laughs> they're so wrong. Well, I mean, I mean the half of that, I think is just like egos and like people don't know how wrong they are. No boy are people like, no. and I'm, the, I'm sure, you know, I've got a huge blinder somewhere. Well, too, no, right? I mean, but the most ignorant thing to me is someone who can't conceive of the idea that, any of their opinions are wrong. Yeah, exactly. Cause it's like the, the smartest people to me are people who are like, okay, this is how I feel, but are willing to listen or hear yeah. I, another side. I was raised an evangelical re- Republican Christian. I'm, yeah. I'm the black sheep of my family just for not being. Yeah. So like, that's where I started. Look how far you've come. I, I was, af- <laughs> I was afraid of everything. Yeah. I, everything. And I mean, I, I tell this story, but like, it's true. I literally clowned for Christ in New York city. That's fucking hilarious. I clowning for Christ. I, I think I've heard this bit. Maybe. Um, I'm not going <laughs> to tell it here, no, but, don't, but like, I, uh, I don't want to give away the goods, but, um, <laughs> yeah, no, I was a lector in my church, but I mean, yeah, so you get it, you know? So it's like, I remember being a person that used to think and feel and live out something completely different. Yeah. And then things happened. Yeah. And some stuff didn't hold up and some stuff did. Yeah. And I picked and chose what, what fit. I liked and I moved on from there. 
literally did the thing that I was told would send me to hell. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to be fine. Yes, sure. (laughs) Um, No problem. Um, I mean, my mom had a Tupperware box full of New Testament Bibles underneath my bed for after the rapture. So people had a chance. Oh, my sweet heavenly father. Oh, okay. I mean, I was a person that believed in the rapture. Bless you. Honestly, ah, uh, my heart. So it's like bless yeah. good Christian people who like, or any religion where they're when they're because it's like I I don't fucking come try to get me to join your religion, but then I'm like these people are scared and they are really trying to save people. Yeah, <laughs> they they are like legitimately think like you have to do this. But then I go to the comedy store, and it's the same thing. Ah, the church it's of hell. The same thing. Yeah, it's the same. It's, everyone has the thing they are worshiping or yeah. putting so on a pedestal. When I realized, you know, because I had that thing where I my the pendulum swung all the way to the other side, and I yeah. thought I was better than everybody. Yeah. But then when I saw myself again in the face of religion, but in a different way, I was like, I need to shut up. Yeah. I need to stop being such a dick. You're <laughs> like, like, I'll just calm down. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah, nobody fucking knows. No. And everyone's just the confidence at which some people can fake it. Is, I guess like that's the thing is I want to teach my kid to be okay with not knowing. Not knowing. <gasps> like, can you imagine if someone had like, and I don't even know if that was, would have been possible. Just ingrained that in me that like, it's okay to not know because the amount of times the energy I could save by instead of going, well, why do I feel this way? Or what, what, why did this? It's like, it's not going to change no, it. There's no, you, just, never, you never get to know. Yeah. Like you just get to obsess and never find out. You're just wasting your time here. Like, yeah. Just go feed somebody. Just <sighs> be active in that. Yeah. Take your anxiety and do something with it. Put something, put it into something. Fuck. I don't know. So, you know, being a mom, it sounds terrifying. Yeah. We went all over the place. Well, let me, a, cu- a couple things I want to cover. Sure. Do you get, uh, f- like people touching your stomach? Yeah. Yeah, all the time. Strangers, did they ask? Well, the weirdest one was when an old lady touched my stomach and said, now you can begin your own legacy. <laughs> what the fuck? It's like, every time I'm like, you know, overall, the, the world's a rough place, but I s- still believe in the good of, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, trying to believe it, like, you know, as a, a society's fucked up, but humanity, it's, it's good people individually. And then I'm like, what the hell are you doing? Anytime you begin something new, the experience in the beginning is equivalent to walking into a cave, turning on a flashlight and scaring a bunch of bats. Yes. <laughs> the first bl- bl- blush of it is always a nightmare. Just like, wow. Yeah. You're like, wow. So yeah. No, I mean, people touch your stomach. Yeah. Are you, uh, hormone wise? What, what was like morning sickness? Did you get, oh, I still get it. Still I've thrown up every single day of my pregnancy. Really? Everybody thought I was having a girl because of how much I was throwing up. Is that a thing? Is that like, Jessica, I don't that's know. such a I'm load of honest. I, well, and then it was like... The things people think. All the Mexican women I work with, because I work in manufacturing, so there's a lot of Mexican people yeah. that I work with that are awesome. They all told me that they knew I was having a boy because I'm still pretty. Like, I was pretty <gasps> pregnant. Wow. That is an interesting theory. And that... Girls suck the life right. out of you. But then all the white women I work with thought I was having a girl because I was quote-unquote carrying wide. So, but they just... They Why should. do I not trust white women as much? I'm like, listen, if I'm going to hedge my bets on someone who's making just a blind, like mythological <laughs> prediction, <laughs> no. 
It's definitely Latin women about pregnancies. Are you kidding? Latin women. I mean, I was they young, crush pregnancy. I was a young girl in the '90s, so I believe all women of color have mystic abilities. Yeah, unfortunately, no. that's just what I was taught by television. I, yes, I'm like I believe you, and yeah. whatever you say, I trust your judgment. Trust the Mexican lady. Um, that yeah. you're still pretty. That's just the idea that like a baby girl sucks the beauty out of her mom is hilarious to me. It's very psychological and speaks miles to my mom's borderline personality disorder. It speaks, <laughs> it speaks to also kind of the reason why I wanted a boy. Cause you were worried. No, I just don't want that competition and weirdness in my life. And yeah. If you want to tell me that you're going to have a daughter and it's not going to get weird at some point, you're lying to yourself. That's such a weird, it is real. Like, it's totally real. It's like, I mean, it's all psychological, but like, because it's like a father's love for a daughter is always like this extra special bond. Well, yeah, my, and my like, son and my husband will have their shit. Yeah. Because he's a boy. Yeah. That's just the way it is. That's how it goes. I didn't want to deal with that. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't so want to be. Like, I mean, maybe if we have another child, it'll be a girl and I'll, you know, have to eat my eat crow on this. But um, I just, I, I think it's real. My mom didn't want, I was a boy till the day I was born and she was devastated because it was the eighties when they had those like shoddy ultrasounds where I probably just like had my hand down there or whatever. Fucking gross. <laughs> I was Brian till the day I was born. And then the first thing she said when she saw me was like, Oh my God, she looks like an ugly little Jew baby. Thanks mom. <sighs> and now look at me. I'm an ugly no. little Jew person. Are you Jewish? Um, ish. Oh, I'm okay. some, I'm part Jewish, Jewish-ish? Jewish enough to look Jewish, I guess to only my mother. I'm just, um, French and German. Oh, you can tell we. At me. I'm also German. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've definitely got, I sometimes am like some of my sense of humor. I wonder if it's like an innate German cause they're really into like schadenfreude. Yeah. Well, so are the, yeah, the Irish are not a strange, they're yeah. the same, same sad anger. I think Western Europe in general is like the world's pointless. Isn't that funny? Like, <laughs> you fell down. and got hurt. <laughs> You're bleeding everywhere. We had a Holocaust going for a while, guys. Woo! Hey. Things are wild. Yeah. Oh God. Um, <sighs> hormones. Did you have any crazy, were there moments with your husband where you had to be like, Ooh, this is probably hormones or anything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Like Did you turn was, into like a monster. No, I just cried and I'm not a, I'm not a, you're not a crier. No, not really. God, I'm such no. a crier that I'm like, I would probably drown. You know what? Here's the thing I'll say. You don't have any idea what you're going to be. Yeah. I don't. Why because, am I even talking because, about myself as if I'm no, because this is coming no, on the I'm, pipeline I'm anytime soon. I'm coming from a place of a person who thought I kind of knew what my body was going to do. Oh wow. And it's just all a I shock. I thought I would balloon out. I thought I would just, you know, pudge out majorly. Yeah. It didn't happen. Wow. I thought I would. Um, yeah, you haven't really like. No. Well, I've gained 54 pounds. 54? But, but I'm 5'10". Oh. And it's all. It's all baby. It's all baby. You got. There might be like a pretty big baby in there. Yeah. I think it's going to be Come a day. You got a bowling ball coming <laughs> down the other pipeline. reason why I'm getting an epidural. <laughs> like, um, I thought I would hate it, honestly. I yeah. Thought, I thought pregnancy was going to be a nightmare. I mean, you see some people post constantly about it and you're like god yeah i just tried to keep it light yeah I mean, my pregnancy posts were mostly just like jokes yeah and not like i mean i've had some friends where i'm like why are you making all of us suffer through your pregnancy exactly well and that's i had multiple friends that had rough pregnancies and so oh. i just thought that's what pregnancy was fuck so you just braced and yourself can i tell you i have never 
had a more, I've never been more relaxed. Wow. I've never been, I've never slept better. Um, and I, I've, this, it's the funniest thing that will happen to you. It's hilarious because you, because you have no you idea what to expect. You realize that you have no fucking control of what's happening. Yeah. And every day you're f- bigger. Like you're fucking bigger. You're and like, then, oh. And then this thing's moving. And <gasps> How is like, that? Oh my God. Like, well, first you think it's gas. <laughs> <laughs> like I have to fart. You're like, no, that's an arm. No. You know. Uh, it's going to do. Did you, can you see it ever on yeah. the outside? Yeah. I, I have video. I'll, I'll show you. I saw Alien when I was little and I feel like I would. The first day, be like, it's gonna come out of me. The first day he kicked, we went and saw Alien Covenant. Now, to give you an idea of how much this franchise means to me, oh my god, my dog's name is Ripley. Oh my god, I thought it was like Ripley's Believe It or well, Not. No, nope. named her named her after Sigourney Weaver because she was a rescue dog that survived. Oh, uh huh. Um, I love the Alien franchise. That's like my favorite. That's, I watched it when I was so young that I was like, never again. No, you got to watch it again. It's such a cool woman story. Oh, it's fucking, fuck. it's yeah, I'd cool. see. I don't even remember the story. No, I was just like, <gasps> so you should come over one night and we'll put it on and you're going to be like, this is this is fucking cool. I'm excited. Weaver is the shit. Like she's just, I'll do that. She's so cool. Um, oh, yeah, I, I mean, that. so like the hormone thing, um, and look, some women, whatever, I've really had a great pregnancy somewhere. A woman is listening to this while barfing in her toilet and is like this fucking cunt. Oh no, I had to, <laughs> can, I, had to I had to develop a system where I could like plan on the toilet and throw up into the sink because I would pee my pants. Oh, that's so funny. So it's not like <laughs> I didn't experience all of this. Yeah. You're like, I just figured. I threw up every, every day. day. You're I've, still going I've thrown up every day. Is it at the same time usually? Is it like literally morning sickness or is it just oh, like... No. They need to call it pregnancy sickness. This is my one major editorial yeah. that I want to make. It, calling it morning sickness is such a misnomer that... Because it sets you up for like, oh, and then I'll feel better at some point. No, you just feel sick all the time. Fuck. Or you feel fine and then you feel really sick. Oh. And then you have to throw up. Like, it's really weird. Oh my God. Fuck. To give you context, my morning sickness was so, sickness was so bad. I got, po- I got food poisoning two weeks ago. Oh no! And did you just not even notice? For half of the day, I didn't realize that I had food poisoning. Because he was, was like just really bad. <laughs> and then the chills started to set in, and I'm like, "Oh, wait. I have food poisoning." Oh my god! Is there stuff you've had to cut out that has Some been food just weird? Me out. Yeah. Now, like salad, I can't. I can't do salad. I could I, never do salad. Is Is there anything new that you're like, ooh? Like, did you start eating new foods? Uh. I have gotten very, very into ice cream. Now, I know that sounds like, well, duh, but I didn't... You weren't an ice cream person. ...care about ice cream. Like, it wasn't something that I sat around thinking, like, I'd like some ice cream. I've gotten ridiculous with my ice cream taste since I became pregnant. It's You're kind just of like an aficionado? Like- yeah, I have, like, kinds... Of- I could go on and on about ice cream. I could do a whole podcast on ice cream. On ice cream? That's amazing. Yeah. We might have to. Oh, I mean, like, that also is like, that's such a cute pregnancy food because in my mind, it's like, there's a baby and they're like, more ice cream. Yay. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's be. ice cream time. Um, and then uh, the first two months, I was so sick. All I could eat was grilled cheese sandwiches. Like my literally, dream. 
I know it sounds that way, but it was no, like, but you're like fuck I this. Could, I, I grilled cheese sandwiches and then baked potatoes with olive oil and salt and pepper on it. That was all I could handle. Wow. Everything else made me sick. For the first two months. And I can't stand the smell of fabric softener. Wow. I can smell it on people too. That's some interesting. People, PSA guys, some people, no, it's, you're not one I of them. I smell like the opposite some of fabric softener. Over, like go crazy with the fabric softener. It's, too, it's like they want to smell like a bounty commercial. Yeah, it's like, what is your deal? Yeah. Relax. It's like, it's, it's been the sense of smell that's been the weirdest part of my pregnancy. Wow, that's interesting. Like, I can smell people. And you didn't used to be, I was like heightened. That was the first thing that made me think maybe I was pregnant. Is that I, you, I woke up one morning and I smelled our apartment and I was like, we're living in a dump, Miles. <laughs> <laughs> is that what catapulted the move? No, no, this was seven, like long planned. seven months ago. Okay. I just woke up and my husband, you know, kind of walked into the living room on a Saturday morning and I was like, you know, mething out basically. I was like so aggro. I was cleaning everything. Because the smell. You were he's like, like, what the fuck? I'm like, don't you smell that? He's like, I don't, what? I don't smell anything. I'm like, our apartment smells disgusting. Wow. And he's like, are you pregnant? And I'm like, that's not possible. I just went off birth control. And then a week later. Yeah, and you're like, okay, dick. When you're like, don't yeah. be condescending. A week, a week later, I was walking my dogs at 5 a.m. and just threw up in the middle of the street. I was like, I think I might be pregnant. <laughs> like, oh, I... Like, that's kind of thing where you're like, I hope this is pregnancy. <laughs> there there he is. He, he needed to be part of the podcast. Rufus, shut up. Uh, I love you, but shush. He, um, I threw up right next to him, Rufus, yeah. and he looked up at me like, that's my job. Yeah, he's like, what, what are you? He didn't start you, eating it, did he? He tried, but we kept yeah. him. He's a dog. Dogs I mean, they stupid. all do. Yeah. Um, are you are you worried about how the dogs will handle a baby? No, because I'll just like kill him or something. Okay, well, that's good. Um, <laughs> like, I honestly, like, people that are like, what are you going to, I'm like, I'm going to get rid of the dog. Yeah, it's there's, like, what do you, there's only one solution if this doesn't work out. It's like, like find a new home for the dog. It's yeah. not, I'm not going to be like, I guess I have to build a, another apartment to keep no, the dogs in. No, like, no fuck um you watch a lot of like true crime do you get all i don't know this this is such a weird question but like i feel like there's like true crime stories about like a woman got pregnant and then her i don't even know what i'm trying to ask watching true crime harder now that i'm pregnant yeah because of mom stuff yeah no 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 because do you feel like you're going to have to at some point like be hiding your true crime watching from your child? I'm certainly not going to want yeah. to, you know, I mean, there's some stuff I don't want him. Understandable. Like right now we're going through the keepers. Okay. And that's a lot of like, there's a lot of sexual abuse in it and stuff like yeah. that. I, I don't know. I've heard a lot of people say like, oh, when I became a parent, I couldn't watch certain things anymore. Um, I don't know. That to me doesn't make sense. Because I think that's just you trying to look like a fucking hero. Yeah. It's like now you're a parent. So why, why are you not confronting? Yeah. It's the like condition of humanity. It's I, like, I that's how the world is. Why would you suddenly I mean, be like, whatever. let's shut that look, off and put on more care. We bears. get in so much trouble on our show because <laughs> we make jokes about things that we shouldn't make jokes about. And I, there's my favorite murder and they're very like feminist, or, you know, like stay safe. And, they do it the right way, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. The way that people want to like feel safe. The way they want to pretend that they're it couldn't not, happen they to anyone. Turned other people's tragedies into entertainment for themselves, like which is so fucking. So my podcast is for people that understand that like, we're laughing about other people's yeah, tragedies. You always have been. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the second you turn on Investigation Discovery or an episode of Snapped. 
Yeah. Or you watch Making a Murderer, you you have turned someone's violent tragedy into entertainment. Yeah. And if you can't admit that about yourself, then go. Yeah. If you can like watch a show like that and have a snack, like you're not a hero. (laughs) Yeah. Stop. Um, but it hasn't because uh, the thing that interests me about true crime is more, uh, it's not emotional. Like the psychology or like, or no, it's not. Yeah, this, the, the psychology of it, but also I'm fascinated when I can pick up on the patterns. Yeah. Now, there's some that they build into the writing of the show. Yeah. Like, okay, yeah, he's standing in front of a yacht. Everybody's got a yacht and got it. Okay. You know? <laughs> yacht she's, people. She's from the other side of the tracks or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I'm more interested in the way people lie. Like, that fascinates me. Yeah. When they, when they tell lies. I'm always fascinated by bad lying. God. Because it's like, oh, you don't read. Yeah, it's like, you don't, this <laughs> nut's not going to work. And it's funny because we've become friends with some people that are kind of big in the true crime world. Yeah. And we got breakfast with Josh Mankiewicz recently. Wow. Who is this big correspondent on Dateline. Yeah. And we're talking, and we were talking about an actual local case that my husband, he went to high school with this guy that, Ended up literally being. decapitated someone. It was like, <gasps> and Josh had covered that case. That case. Wow. Anyway, we were talking about, you know, how, like, you know, basically most murderers are first time murderers. Yeah. Like when you really think about it, because there's the serial killer thing, which everybody loves to be obsessed with. But because, it's like most people murder once if they right, murder. And they get caught. Yeah. The other thing that I'm really fascinated by is how right now the trend in true crime seems to be like focusing on injustice and how, you know, these people really wanted this person to be guilty because that's what's trending, I think, psychologically nationally. Oh, wow. Um, making a murderer is a huge... Oh, like where it's like, is this person really a criminal? And that serial kind of- is another one. Like, I, I didn't like serial, but... The, the downplaying of... I mean, the... the accusing and like convicting someone who didn't do something obviously is a huge issue, but then like the trying to make a murderer look like they're like an okay person. Right. Is I enraging. Pro- I have a huge problem with that. And you know, there's actually, there's a show right now on, on Netflix called confession tapes. And the first episode I watched, I was like, I'm pretty sure these guys are guilty Yeah. because, but the show is about like people that were put away that shouldn't have been put away. But I watched it. I'm like, no, these guys seem guilty. If I were on a jury, I'd probably convict "Mm, these guys. Yeah. And (laughs) I think that it's interesting right now to be in, into true crime because of, you know, obviously, obviously we have a problem with race relations in the, in the law in the United States. Of course. No, there's no denying that you can't argue that. But, I'm fascinated by these people that kind of throw their hands up in the air and they're like, well, that's, that's cops for you. Or, oh, that's the criminal justice system at work. It's like, no, some of it's working. Yeah. Like there, there are good people and it does yeah. serve a purpose. Yeah. And there are just also I, shitty people. I like, I guess what I'm saying is I like that true crime complicates life because, yeah. you know, you also have the prison system, which is horrific oh, fucking and nightmare. not, not okay. Yeah. And, it's all there at the same time. Yeah. And I guess it's kind of like back to what we were saying at the very beginning of this, you know, when people want to look at this, these things and singularly say, for example, well, most of this is violence against women. 
It's like, actually, there are more missing African-American men in this country than anything else. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck my life. So there's that. Well, um, people always want to make it one, yeah, just a single well, look, issue or their issue or... Well, and I think the other part of it is like, I don't think we're meant to know this much. No, I, the I information really overload. I, I don't, I don't think. I agree. I don't, <laughs> we're, our brains have not caught up to. We haven't evolved to the amount of information we're receiving. No. And so. Like we shouldn't know what's happening in Syria or whatever, you know, like. Probably not. No, it's like. Well, it's like. Which is. Back to kind of, you know, my, my, when I was telling you about what I went to college for, you know, one of the things that made the, made the Holocaust possible was that it happened post enlightenment. Mm. So we had had this big wave psychologically, um, in Western society, which is suddenly we, we do recognize the individual post world war one. You know, we do, there is some of this art and literature coming out that's validating the individual experience and not simply the national experience. Yeah which we got a lot of from England from like that's that, you know, their whole identity is being British. Yeah. Um, we think we have that here, but we're like babies compared to what everything. Yeah. So the reason why the, why the Holocaust happened was because, and the way they were able to get away with it was because if you were just sitting at home and somebody walked up to you and said, Jessica, they are putting Mormons in trains and they're taking them to, these camps and they're killing them just for being Mormon. You'd be like, you're crazy. You're crazy. Like, like that's, no one's doing, no that. one's doing that. That's not real. Yeah. I haven't heard about it in the news. Yeah. It's not possible. And that's how it happened because people just thought, well, we've, we've elevated ourselves. So We're better this, than this, that. This isn't going to happen. Jesus. <laughs> so, so I like, I like the social leveling mechanism of true crime because yeah. it's like, no, people still kill people. There are very bad people. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, Fuck. Got it. Like, I had a friend get stabbed for a case of beer once. It's like, Jesus. What? I have a lot of dead friends. Uh, oh. oh, he died over beer? Yeah. Jesus. I mean, it was a whole thing. Oh, okay. Uh, I, he wasn't supposed to die, I think, if that is any So the knife initially was just flare. Oh, yeah. It's just a Got whole... He, he wasn't even... He wasn't even the one that was originally getting stabbed. It was just like a drunk fight broke out over a case of beer. Well, the, I'm sorry. I don't know. Why no, I know. It, Cause it's so silly. A drunk fight broke out over a case of beer for some reason. Uh-huh. And then this guy pulls a knife on another guy. And sure. my friend, who's like a big dude, uh, goes up behind the guy and grabs his arms, like uh-huh. restraining him. And the guy just like swiped around and like stabbed him through the heart. Oh, anyway. So well, I mean, meanwhile, Somebody just got the Nobel Prize for proving Einstein's wave theory. <sighs> Einstein's great. Same, same organism. Same Isn't that? Person. It's just what the human is capable of. Correct. We're all so. And, and there's going to, one of them's going to come out of my vagina. Yeah. And we don't know which one that's going to be. No, I don't know what's that a Nobel Prize or is he a beer stabby stabber? I'm, I'm hoping there's a middle ground. <laughs> I'm shooting for Einstein though. Like yeah. I'm. We all hope for Einstein. I, I wore a NASA shirt a lot during my pregnancy. I think that'll so help. Yeah. I feel like it helped. Do you listen to binaural beats? Yes. <laughs> for sure. Genius. You're the only person that's ever asked me that. I'm really excited. Because <laughs> well, I've never brought it up or verbalized it. Oh, really? Because yeah. I'm always, I'm me too. Because people are going to be like, a what? 
Yeah. <laughs> You're like Beats no. by Dre? No. Excuse me. No, no. Just not. kidding. I don't fall asleep listening to astral projection guided meditations. That's crazy. God, I love that shit so much. Me too. Have you been to Esalen? You no. Have go, you have to go to Esalen. <gasps> okay. I'm going to send you a link. Do you know what it is? No. Esalen is hippie camp for grownups. Oh, I'm in. The cliffs of Big Sur. <laughs> Can I live there? You will want to. Oh, hippie camp for grownups is all Joseph I talk about. Joseph Campbell helped fi- found this place. <gasps> Carl Sagan used to hang out there. Oh, my God. And, yeah, you've been? Uh, twice. And oh. everybody goes into the hot tubs at night on the cliffs. Um, and they're mineral tubs. They're like hot springs and everybody's naked. I just found... No, what I want to do for the rest of my life. I I will send you. I will start crying. Listening. No, you can take workshops too, and they, like you can do anything from like just you can literally pay to sleep in a bunk bed. Yeah, and take a class. Is it crazy expensive? It can be if you want it to be. Otherwise, it's like not that bad. Okay, it's worth it. Also, no, I mean it's like, like yeah. Who, I'm saying this as if it's like I'm going to. So do I this. went for two things. I did one. Um, I did a seminar hosted by this guy, Chip Conley, who started the Joie de Vivre hotel chain in yeah. San Francisco. Yeah. And he wrote a book called Peak, and it was about integrating Maslow's hierarchy of needs into a business model. Ooh. And then I took another one on neuroscience and consciousness. <gasps> <laughs> I'm like so obsessed with all this stuff right I now. Know, I can't even tell you. you. I I'm like, well, d- I want to quit and live in the woods and do my own astrophysics. I'm I- like... <laughs> With just a legal pad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I figured it out and I'm not going to tell anyone. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's literally like, uh, yeah, it's the best place in the world. Oh um, man. And it's like a vortex and everything. Like it's, it's all that. I'm so happy. Yeah. It's out there, Jessica, is what uh, I'm trying to tell you. That's like, me. That I exists. am out there. I no, am and, there. And I'm, I'm all going. about those experiences. Uh, and me so, too. Just living, which is such a corny phrase. Anoth- yeah. There's another cool place in, in Big Sur called Tree Bones tree bones and it's like a bunch of yurts i'm in love with it already i know i I should live in a yurt you're very yurt i'm a yurt i think i'm small enough that i wouldn't have to bend down in a yurt you're yurt material oh this is like bougie yurts you'll be fine oh no but it's beautiful i mean everybody's like oh glamping like doesn't sound like the best thing ever yeah it's like oh camping without being afraid that you're going to get attacked by bugs in the night i'm fine yeah sure like you mean the best of both worlds (laughs) I don't get that at all. Like I don't, oh, to me glamping, it sounds way better than being in an RV. Like yeah. by a lot. Yeah. RVs are gross. RVs they are like are. being in like a giant porta potty. Uh, yeah, I would honestly rather just be in a tent <laughs> yeah, than a, but I, I have shit my pants in an RV. So yeah, that's probably I took an why. RV from here to Tennessee once in my early twenties. And you're like, fuck this. I got that out of the way. Yeah. I don't would do, do that again. If I was going to do cross country stuff in some type of living vehicle, I think I would still do, small camper shit and shower elsewhere yeah like it, not, there's something really stupid i don't want to carrying your shit poo poo into my own vehicle it's, <laughs> it's very like you f- you feel it gross like, it's like i would just feel like i always had shit on my ass or something you do you're, it's, you're, you're literally bringing your clothes your sunblock and your poo poo anywhere you go. we're like, a team it's a stupid idea <laughs> fuck do you have a baby name? Are you willing to share it? You were naming him Jack. Jack. Oh, mm-hmm. everybody likes Jack. I love Jack. Jack's a good name. Is there a middle name? Jack Patrick. Jack Patrick. Mm-hmm. That's such a fun name. JP. JP. Jack Patrick. He can go by a lot of things. We wanted a flexible name. 
Something that, yeah. You could kind of do a couple things. Well, Jackie Patty pants. I'm I just, sorry. I just like, nope, that's, the, that's what I wanted. It's a, it's a cute, it's, it's a good name. It's a good adult name. It's a good J-Pat. name. It's a good little kid name. He's going to be fine. It's great. Yeah. He's got to apply for jobs. So that's a solid, simple, likable name. Like good. Like, cause I couldn't, I have some friends that have named children after like herbs and listen, I locations and frankly tools so i i can't i mean the no why for no other reason than the stupid names i would have given children thank heavens for them that i haven't had babies at this point because it's like there would have been a huckleberry at some point <laughs> it's i like, met a huckleberry recently oh uh, a great dog name it's a good that's cute the, dog you know name. what you've synthesized it well people are naming children dog names and dogs people names what is the deal i don't know my friend had a cat named steven in college and i thought it was the funniest <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> just like bill hello steven it was really funny. Uh, i love that it was really funny but that's funny it's not like yeah a person's name shouldn't be novel no it's like you don't because need to be that different i met somebody also the pressure of like you just, name me your kid I don't know. Why would Roulette. you fuck them over like that? Can't the, they'll just pick up a funny. I have a guy, a good friend of mine. His name's Michael, but we all call him beef. Yeah, it's like, it's just let him get story. a dick, a dick name, a nickname. Give him a dick name. <laughs> Chad. Chad. <laughs> Trevor. Trevor. Um, fuck. When's it? How long has it been since you got on stage? Did you stop getting up after you were a certain point of pregnant? Yeah. I went on stage a month ago. Yeah. My last show. Yeah. Was oh, it just well. like you want to chill out? It's just not, I don't feel safe driving around late at night. That makes sense. God, I didn't even think about that. It, yeah, I wouldn't, I didn't either. Did you do pregnant jokes? Yeah. I okay. figured this is my time. Yeah. You know, I just kind of vented a little bit. Yeah. I'm building a routine about all of it. I like that. Um, Cause there was a part of me that was like, I'm going to be the pregnant lady that doesn't tell pregnant jokes. I'm like, well, when the fuck am I going to tell pregnant jokes? So yeah. It's wait, also I- like, I don't know what I was doing with if that someone thought. was missing an arm and never like mentioned their missing arm is like, <laughs> you got to say, mean, say something. I'll show you, I'll send you the picture. It, I'm very pregnant. And <laughs> I, and I, I don't know why, but like, I don't mind wearing tight fitting things, being a pregnant person. Like, Cause you're confident and happy with who you are. I oh, think okay. is what it is. Cause you're not like, I'm fat. It's like, no, no you're pregnant. The, the big like moo moo stuff makes you look worse. Oh, and it's just like, I don't. I yeah, just I wear moo moo stuff, but that's because I'm trying to hide. But when you're tiny and you're thin, it looks cute. When you're actually bigger than you used to be, it look you look bigger. You look like Gilbert Grape's mom. Yeah, and then it just like for some reason that it's like you look just tired. Like oh. right, you also look like you've given up, which I <laughs> did never. I never wanted to project at any point during my pregnancy. Yeah, like, I really didn't. Good um, for you. Because I just I've seen it, and yeah, I it and just like, gets dark. Yeah, so I stopped. Um, I think my last one was the beginning of September. Yeah, okay. No, it was the end of September, September 26th. Do you think was... you'll talk about mom stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've never, all of, I mean, you've seen my stuff. It's all very personal. Yeah, it's just your yeah. life. Yeah, I, I, um, I always, I started doing stand up because I was talking to myself in my car. I'm not even laughing at you because the amount I still talk to myself is yeah. like, but now it's like a, I got, it's project driven. Like I yeah. can run bits. I have somewhere to put this. I can do something with it. Yeah. In the beginning I was like, this is a, this is a cry for help. Like yeah, I know I'm, I'm not, I'm not utilizing something. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a lot too when you're talking and then also laughing at yourself is like, Oh, this is 
this is not sane. Yeah. You're like, <laughs> <laughs> I was abandoned. <laughs> uh, I should get a, I should get a new friend. Yeah. When you, when you start responding, you're in a dark territory. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's when I realized I wanted to start doing stand up. And then I had, and then I, you know, I, I started with your typical kind of, you know, like every photographer starts out by taking pictures of their feet. Yeah. I, I started, you know, telling jokes about your feet, dating, whatever. <laughs> it's the same thing. Yeah. You know? That's, I feel like the beginning of every comedian's career is like, yeah, we're all kind of talking about the same shit. My problem has never been being on stage. I, I, I don't get stage fright. It no. has never been an issue for me. Um, my problem has always just been like, I just didn't say what I wanted to say. Yeah. That really bothers me. Even I feel if it, it. Even if it's a good set. I remember I had a really good set a couple of years ago and I felt like shit when I got off stage. Because like, I didn't get the thing I wanted out. He just, it was the material. I used material I knew would work. Yeah, sometimes when you're like, I'm so sick of this. I'm working on a set now for like a, a showcase t- 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 fucking thing and it's like, they want a very specific type of material so I'm doing a very specific bit that I'm so fucking sick of yeah. and I'm running it and I'm like, I want, please let the light above me fall on my head and end this now. Yeah. <laughs> like anything. I want to talk about something with more, su- with more substance. Yeah. Yeah. Instead so, of being like, cats are crazy. Yeah. And, I, and it was funny because I actually started doing stand-up after I met Miles. Like he was the reason why I started. Cause oh. He was like, I said it one night, like I might try stand-up. He's like, you should do it. You wow. And he's like, been oh. supportive the whole time. Well, he's oh, yeah. not in entertainment, is he? He's a creative guy. I mean, he's yeah. a writer. He's a big movie lover. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. You know. But he doesn't do stand-up. No. No. Because that's uh, a recipe for... No, he's not a stand-up. Roughness. That would not be... That would, it, that's hard. It's stupid. Trust me. I've done it's, it enough times to know that. And I'll probably like, do it again some point. <laughs> I mean, look, if I were single, I'm sure I would have dated a stand-up comedian by now. There's yeah. no way that that wouldn't have happened. Because it I just... just I just, I think what was interesting about my experience as a standup is when I started eight years ago, I started with a boyfriend. I've never been single. You've never had to do like, I'm a single lady jokes. I I don't have any of those. Which Um, already honestly sets you apart from most female comedians. (laughs) As like, as corny as that sounds, or as it's like, ha ha, we get it. But like, yeah, it's hard once you're in it, I think. I think that because of that, my material immediately took me into the deep end. Yeah. I didn't, I, I really didn't have the opportunity, you know, so you had to, to jump into the shit you had. Yeah. So to, to, to put a very long answer to your question, very simply, I I'll have to, because yeah. I don't, that's what you do. That's I've always done that. Yeah. You Relatable. Know, I remember, you know, starting this bit, uh, three years ago about me being a basic bitch. Do you guys know what a basic bitch is? Yeah. You know, it starts very cutesy. And then after I really worked it, it turned into the story of why I don't go to church anymore. <laughs> That's so funny how things evolve and you're like, boy, did I think this was just going to be a really yeah, simple, silly, the devil went down to Georgia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're all dying. Yeah. I literally was in the shower one day because I don't know what your method is, but like I. It's just moments of crazy where I'm like, I scramble. Yeah. In theory, I sit down and write. In reality, no, fuck no. No. <laughs> but I mean, I did write. I mean, eventually I wrote the book yeah. out. Um, cause it's weird how long it takes me for, to write it out. I oh. will just kind of like, if I sit down and force myself, I can actually get things done so much faster, but I have this bad habit of like, I'm just going to keep working it out on stage yeah. and it works. But I'm like, if I would just fucking sit the fuck down. Yeah. I think, I think with this bit, it was like, it was a new experience for me because it was like, okay, I know this is a like passable routine. 
Yeah. And, and everybody likes it. Like it's fine. It works. But why am I doing this bit? Yeah. Why am I talking about myself like this? Because you know, it used to just kind of end with me joking about how much I love ghost shows. (laughs) I do love love ghost shows. You know, that old, that old hat. Um, But then I realized that it was really me wanting to talk about how on the outside, I look like one thing I look like, cause you guys can't see me, but I'm pretty normal looking. She looks great. So I, normal. Well, I just don't look like a stand-up comedian girl I, next I door. I yeah. have. Yeah. You look like you bathe and I, brush your hair. Is, I've never looked like a stand-up comedian. It's been the weirdest. And I don't know any other way to say that, but like truly like I, but I deal with depression and yeah. I have existential crises on a normal, like every day, I mean, every morning I wake up thinking about God and the end times and how nothing can stop anything. Right. And you, hell is real. Yeah, how we're and, spinning and we're on a it. rock in the middle of nothing, God, you know, in the middle of nothing, nothing. And then I realized like, Oh, it's like my way of wanting to say like, yeah, I have all of these kind of like basic trappings, so to speak, but, but I also it, put my makeup on in the morning ladies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I keep it together. I still wash my face. Yeah. And, and the, the end of the bit is me saying, uh, and that's why I'm super basic because if you ask me, you know, if I'm religious, I will look at you and say, I'm not religious. I'm spiritual. That's so funny. <laughs> so that's, <laughs> I love that. That's, that's the thing. Yeah. Do but, you, yeah. Are you going to prevent Jack from, seeing are you going to try to prevent him from seeing your work until a certain point my parents met in a traveling comedy group oh my god i some of my earliest memories are them performing on venice beach like truly they were in an improv comedy group called the usual suspects this is the truth oh my god this is like adorable and it's like oh of course things went haywire yes (laughs) and improv couple when everybody (laughs) yes (laughs) Well, my dad was a very, very successful commercial and sitcom actor wow. in the 90s. Incredibly successful. Oh, man. Um, and my mom, because I was so sick, just ended up staying home. Oh. Um, what a loving mom. Oh, she was she was the best. Um, and then kind of crazy, but that was kind of fun, too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I don't see the... I mean... Yeah, so you don't no, feel like you... Well, why... Well, you're also not doing anything that you're not like... I just feel like the number one way to fuck up your kid is to lie. Basically spend their entire childhood being like, what do you mean? The world's this way. Yeah. I, I can't like everything's sunshine and butterflies and yeah. And then it's, I mean, and then they just go out in the world and they're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Every, my whole life was a lie. Because one of the coolest things about having a fucked up family is that you don't expect that of anyone. Like you don't expect that veneer of, from anyone. And you're, if anything, no. you're so relieved when you get a glimpse into the reality of a person. Yeah. They're like, Oh, you, everyone is fucking. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. You know? So it's like, cause otherwise you feel like you're just crazy. Yeah. And you're like, Oh, I'm just a lunatic among very put together people. I think that's the only way you survive a crazy childhood is you have to, if you don't make it to the moment of, okay, real talk, everyone is dealing with something. Yeah. And if you don't make it to that, then you are going to lose it. You're going to snap. Or you're going to marry a guy who, you know, is in real estate and you're going to just become a lady who drinks martinis in the middle of the day. Um, I almost became that. Thank God. I mean, I really, 
really could have been that. It, I mean, there, there were a couple are, people in my past where had I ended up with them, it would have been. There a are very definitely people who I. <laughs> I think about it. My someone just sent me a screenshot of this. I'm not even friends with my high school boyfriend on Facebook anymore because as soon as he got engaged years ago, he like unfriended me, and I was like, "That's fair." I guess we're not like talking boyfriend? so weird. Come He's on. on his like third kid though. And I'm like, there was a time in my life where I was like, <laughs> I'm just going to marry <laughs> this guy and I'll yeah. settle. Down. And I dated a guy in college. Who's like now a like pharmacist. And I would have just been, he for sure would have had like, he low key had a problem with me doing comedy. Cause I started when I was dating him and he oh, like, yeah. wasn't super supportive. And I was like, God, yeah. thank God. I fucking, I dated this guy who was basically Gordon Gecko, like mm. truly. And there's a side of me <laughs> that would have been fine. Cause I am, there is with all the conversation we've had, I'm also a survivalist. And at the end of the day, it's my family and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> like, You're like I, I will blend in, I'll set the world on fire. If I do have what to. needs to be done, I will. I will. Um, I love that. Yeah, I, I'm I'm very okay with the animal part of myself as well. I, I like a lot of that part of myself too, actually. But I love um, that. Yeah, because it's I like, love how like good you are with yourself. That you're just like, oh, I'm still fucked up. I mean, I'm yeah. not. But it's like, what am I gonna do? I'm yeah. stuck. This person, so. like, I can't. I'm not. Yeah, no, that's how. Yeah, yeah. In 15 years from now, something will pop up. I'll be like, whoa, where did that come from? You know, and then I'll have <laughs> to spend a bunch of time meditating on that. So, and you can um, go to what's it called, Esalen. Yep, Esalen actually had a is where I had a huge breakthrough. Esalen is a I've three times signed up for 10 day Vipassana med- meditations and then canceled last year to go to my boyfriend at the time's family Christmas. Oh. I'm not resentful. Um, yeah. Now I want I want to like do so I want to break through. Yeah, and you know what? I think it's best if you start with something that isn't designed to break through. Like yeah. it's, it's better. I, I'll say this that if you're gonna go to Esalen, this is like a huge an endorsement for Esalen. Just look at the workshops and pick out one that you want to do that, that like, I'll enjoy. They have like film ones. They have, yeah, just go ones. for just something go. you'll enjoy. Because well, the cool thing about a place like Esalen, um, or a place like the comedy store or a place like, um, you know, like a good surf spot. The point yeah. is, is that when you are just honest with yourself and you're like, this is, I like this part of myself and I don't have all the tools here that I want and I'm going to go get more of those tools. Yeah. You're going to find people like you that you never would have met otherwise. Uh, That's the most important part. I love this. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) I'm fine. (laughs) I want to go right now. You have to listen to yourself because that's the only way, like all my single girlfriends are like, oh, well, I'm on this dating site. I'm like, no, no just fuck it. Like Fucking if you want to take an underwater basket weaving class, just go do that. And you'll meet some other weird guy who likes that. And then, you know, <laughs> right. It's like, go out and do the thing you want to do and con- yeah. connect with someone. Yeah. Unless you're doing stand up comedy. Don't date stand up comedy. <sighs> I got to find more things to do. I'm, you know what, though? There are actually a couple really great guys out there that I, I mean, my last boyfriend was a great guy. It just wasn't a great relationship yeah, actually situ- that's it's, a good point he's a good person he is a really good it just person. wasn't a someone to be in a relationship with right now yeah he didn't need a relationship right now no no he didn't no um but no nobody yeah. does at that point um God, right. what i was gonna say is you know so i dated this guy who was very you know greed is good you oh know. money oh yeah he was surrounded a money. by enormous piles of money he was a money guy oh. and that's a big like i hate that 
well, that would that that's my weakness. I mean, that was like because I hate worrying about money. Like that's my oh, I wish I cared more about money. I I care so much about money, and luckily, I wish it made me happy at all. I it not having it makes me miserable. That's yeah. my biggest. So there's my real glitch there. You I know? mean, it's well, but I mean, it's a real one. I mean, it's like it's like you need it to the survive. Problem though, is like sure, but I mean, you could rationalize a lot of different things that you need to survive. Yeah, like sex. Some people need, you know, I I've seen Heroin. people taken down by just finding someone that they have great sex with and nothing else in common. Dude, the fucking good dick That's will make real, you crazy. It's a real thing. I mean, yeah. especially for women. We get chemically addicted. It's to like men. you you literally emit chemicals and then you're like, this is the one. Yeah. I swear that real, true, like being in love is someone that your heart, mind, and vagina all fall in love with, but your vagina has a loud ass voice. So it'll be like, no, 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 no. That's it's why, this guy. That's why you got to wait with the vagina a little yeah. bit. Yeah. I mean, everybody gets mad at me when I say this, but it's like, just wait. Don't. It's really worth. No, you know that. Like, like no, you're into the sex. person. Don't have sex right away. So that those, so that you don't get like tricked. I mean, if all you're, I mean, if you're one of those women that consistently lies to themselves, and, and it's like, I just like to fuck, and that's it. Which is never. No, we I'm, all. Everyone I've wants never love. Never met a woman that is okay. That's. <laughs> no. I, they don't exist, and I, I want them. I want. No, that to be I've true been for, in a situation where I thought, like, I convinced myself of that, and then I was like, no. oh. If you have sex with a guy more than once, then you're probably really into him. Period. Yeah. Or, or the or sex is once. like really great. You're no, okay. Him. That's what makes it. That's great. what makes it into it. Yeah. I'm sorry, like that's. You're right. It's it, <laughs> just that's what makes it great. You're so <sighs> stoked that this guy wants to have sex with you. I'm sorry, but that's just the truth. Well, then I can confidently say that I did have sex with a lot of people I'm not into. <laughs> <laughs> that's so good. Uh, I have to, but I don't know. My point is, is that, you know, you could just become a completely different person if you don't have room to just break through and yeah. break down and, you know, be weird. Yeah. I think it's like important to give yourself permission to be yourself and like do the things you want to do and then, yeah. and then just organically grow through that. Do you think that starts though with, cause I needed people to give me permission. Like, cause my family, everything was very like, this is the way your life is. And if it's not that way, then you got to get right with God. Like that was, I, and I think I had certain people enter my life and they were like, why don't we just go this way? For a little I while? do think I had to hear it. I had to yeah. like hear it from people that are like, I mean, cause I, I still have this like, deep deep fear that's i can't pinpoint when it was ingrained in me but i have a very real fear of being perceived as crazy mm. like that yeah that the fear is that i am crazy and that everyone that will find from. out i think it had to do with my mom being like people are gonna think you're crazy or whatever wasn't she isn't she crazy? she's legitimately that's crazy why. exactly but yeah. like i had to have so many people go like just like I'll, oh this is gonna sound crazy but and then it's like that's not crazy at all no. or just I've gone to like a weird, like acupressure, a therapist who was like, you're, you're existing in fight or flight and your body is okay. Like you're okay now. Like I had to have someone like on yeah. multiple occasions go like, you are okay. Yeah. And I don't know if everyone needs that, but I, I think everyone needs that. I know I wouldn't. And you know, what's funny is Especially that. Especially if you didn't get it at home. And, and because of that. If you didn't get it at home. You don't have that foundation. You definitely need it. You need it. And you know what? It's that stuff resonated with me so much that I have, I have never consciously gone, I got to tell other people this, but I do really find myself in situations where someone feels like 
they can't handle their emotions or whatever. Like, and if I happen to be around being reassuring about yeah. like, well, it's you have not to, crazy to feel sad. You're, it's okay to do this. And you have to answer that call. Yeah. You, you have to, you have to, I mean, if you've been through the shit and you just let other people drown in shit. Yeah. Fuck you. Like I honestly, like I, I'm here today because of a woman that basically just hung in there with me yeah, and acted like my mom and my college guidance counselor, like yeah. of all things, she like just really leaned in. I mean, there's no other word for it. I'm, I'm having lunch with her on Tuesday. I love that. Like we're still God, like, I don't I'm going to say God bless. I don't yeah. fucking, bl- but it's like yeah. so thankful for the people that are empathetic and patient enough. And that has made me yeah. more that way. And it's like, I feel like not to be corny, but in like a metaphorical sense, my existence now is like, I'm not at the top of wherever the, whatever the top of whatever, wherever I'm going is. But like, I feel like all I want to do is like reach back and like help people up. Yeah. Well, you have to. Yeah. Cause I mean, I get, you gotta be careful with that, but you, I mean, well, because like, people will take advantage of your kindness or like there's people that, Oh, well that's just a boring reason to not help people. I'm just saying, you know, I think that there's also the impulse to help people before you're ready. Yeah. Oh, you have to help yourself. That's real, you know, too. But it's, it's so true. That's why I want to go to Echelon. Uh, yeah, Echelon. But Echelon e- is a good other name for it. <laughs> I'm all for it. I can't wait to send you this link. I mean, it's it's super. It's I'm so excited. I've had ex- like crazy experiences at this place. Fuck. I have Fun. completely derailed this topic and I don't care because I'm so excited well how much is there to say and honestly anything by the way let well I guess we could like sort of wrap do you have like last like definite things you're like don't fucking do this to pregnant people or no because you know what um nobody thinks that they're that annoying person so I've given up on trying to yeah everyone thinks they're helping everybody thinks they're helping I would rather talk to people that are pregnant and just simply say if there's anybody listening here that's pregnant or if you do have a friend that's pregnant you know um there's no, I mean, there are a couple wrong ways to do this. Like that involves substance abuse. Yeah. And like horseback riding too far along in your pregnancy. Oh, is that a thing? I don't know. It seems like it would shake like, a baby just, up. Yeah. Don't, don't do shaky things. Um, <sighs> but I guess like my thing is like, don't let anybody convince you of your experience. Yeah. Like just, 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 just do it. Otherwise it. it's, it's too hard. It's hard as it is. Yeah. Without having to be inundated with like how you're supposed to be doing it or. Yeah. And also like, you're fine. You're <laughs> I fine. Love that. You're totally fine. Everything's your, my body is doing something that like, I don't consciously make my nails grow. I don't, right? I don't think about my hair coming in. I never <laughs> think about my hair growing until I have to cut it. Yeah. And my gray roots are showing because fucking gray roots. Look at you. Ooh. I've always had them. I don't think about, I think that we think we're in tune with our bodies. Like we, we don't we know work shit. Out or we don't work out or whatever, you know, or like you gain weight and you lose weight. That's where we think we're really in tune. Like yeah. that's where we make the biggest mistake. But there is like a true miracle happening inside of my body that I cannot take credit for at all Yeah, because I'm not doing any of this. Now it's sapping me in my energy and I feel very special and all of that. Cause I've said this before and people are like, come on, give yourself some credit. <laughs> um, and I do to some degree, but like so much of this is out of my control. It's just your body doing its thing. 
and God, we should be more grateful for our bodies. We, we need to be, we need to <laughs> honor it, man. Because it's like, so many people go around like my fucking stomach and it's like, Oh yeah. It's I mean, doing its best. <laughs> yeah. Like it's just like you're, but it's like so silly. It's yeah. like, you, like you think that your whole existence you have on lock. I mean, but when you think about that, you've never seen the back of your own head straight on. Oh my God. You have no idea what's <laughs> going on. Like, huh? Yeah. You've never seen How many that. men dis- don't know they're balding? Oh I mean, I, I just, that's the, that's the way to look at it. It's like, Beautiful. just understand that. Yeah. It's very special. And it, on the one hand, it's simultaneously very special and very sacred and also incredibly normal. Yeah. And you probably don't know more than your doctor. So shut up. I needed that even though I'm not pregnant. You don't. I mean, you don't know more than your doctor. No. And I, and I, and I understand I, this is like similar to the true crime thing. Like, Oh, be weary of law enforcement. <laughs> Cause they all hate black people or whatever it is. Like, um, sure. There are some like bad crackpot doctors There's out there. There's duds and, out there. And yes. There are people that don't love their profession the way that they should, but they're just like, doctors make money. I'll do that. Sure. Um, but it's th- your job is to find a good doctor yeah, that listens to that you. you and that you trust. That's your job. That's on you. Yeah. That's your job. Yeah. Um, their job is to be a doctor is to be the doctor. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you know, like I won't go down this road too deep, but it's like these anti-vaxxer people. I am, uh, Look, I read enough articles that I briefly was like, what if it's true? But it's not it's, because that if you know anything about <laughs> the way the human body forms, it makes no sense to say that a vaccination would anyway. Yeah. No, it it's, makes it's no, lunacy. It makes no sense. And I now have to ask people, are you vaccinated? Cause of, oh yeah. Like, are those kids allowed in schools? Some of them sounds racist. I'm not going to enroll my child in a school that doesn't require vaccination proof. That's smart. I'm not doing it. Yeah. It's not happening. (laughs) I don't care if it's like the dangerous mind school. (laughs) I don't give a fuck. It doesn't like polio is no joke. Yeah. (laughs) And, and these weird ass parents that think they've figured out science from an internet article that I've probably shared in 2012. It's just like, (laughs) It makes me so mad. I mean, I'm sitting here, five open heart surgeries in deep. Yeah, you're like, and I hear this shit, and I'm like, what? Who the are medical? You? No. Also, it's like I do get. I'm not gonna lie, like tin foil hat conspiracy about like the pharmaceutical industry, but it's like at the end of the day, they don't exist to like ruin your life. Like they. Well, I mean, <laughs> it's like look, it's like the, all those things exist because someone did research to try to help people. Here's the thing, Jessica. People don't want to think. Ah, <sighs> it's. I know. Okay. So yeah, of course, big pharma (laughs) fucking you in the ass. That's not, nobody, nobody can prove otherwise. Like that (laughs) sucks. Like, do you want to die though? Like, that's like, that's like you, 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 like, I don't mean to get all smart and like, like, you want to be right or do you want to die? Like, it's (laughs) just like, that's, it's like, yeah, keep sticking it to the man. Anyway, you're not your liver. You're out there like jeopardizing people with compromised immune systems and you think you're doing anything. Yeah. Fuck. That really bothers me. I know. I just, God, I just remembered I have a low immune system and now I'm making it about myself. I like it. Vaccinate your kids. Um, 
Hashtag yeah, dummy. Hashtag yeah, dummy. That's great. Uh, has anyone told you your hair is going to fall out? Oh, my God. I've been told my hair is going to fall out. I've been told that... Um, my friend told me my, that after her pregnancy. She's I, like, I didn't know. Somebody, this one bitter woman I work with, um, Susan. Probably, Hope her name's not yeah, really Susan. That'd be really weird. Really close to Susan, actually. Um, <laughs> um, they're all fucking Susan. Um, one lady, because I, ha- I also haven't gotten crazy stretch marks, which surprised me. Wow. I thought I would get really crazy stretch marks. I wonder if they'll be there when, they, when it goes down. I don't know how that works. No, I guess not. I don't know. I don't but know. I told a lady... You know, I, she's like, she's like, so how are your stretch marks? Because this woman's a bitch, any. Anyway. I mean, she's just that's she's that's so how she sees stretch the, marks, Susie. The world. I was like, seriously, that's, that was her nickname in college. Um, I was like, you know, I don't really have many. She goes, well, you still might get them. Okay. Not didn't give me like a, a win or, or like whatever. oh that's great. Yeah, she just wanted to pile on that I still might get them. Or just even going oh like if you genuinely thought like oh I just thought we all got stretch marks. Yeah, good for you. Uh, I didn't know in the beginning because the other thing nobody tells you when you couple things nobody tells you. One in the beginning you get horrible cramps. Not oh, everybody like but worse than period. Like, yeah, like really <sighs> gnarly. They're called implantation cramps. Like they're real. They're oh, crazy. like it's attaching to you. It, yeah, no, it's literally <sighs> what's happening in your body. And I used a heating pad and Ooh. somebody told me that, uh, I, I, oh, well, you're going to, he's going to have spinal bifida. I'm like, wow, that's a heavy consequence for a night of a heating pad. Uh, I mean, it's also just, like just, a huge jump to be like, the, he's going to have the big thing. Nobody talks about is something called round ligament pain. What is that? It, you wake up feeling like you played a game of football the night before (gasps) all of your joints are in pain because your body towards the end of pregnancy starts releasing something called relaxin. It's a hormone. What a great name. It literally loosens up your joints so that a baby can pass through your hips. (laughs) So it's a, it's a miracle. It's incredible that that's what's what's happening in your body, but, but it's not nothing. Um, and you wake up in total, in total pain and you're just like, kill me. Super painful. Some women get, get migraines while they're pregnant. I've gotten a couple migraines and you can't, are you not supposed to take Tylenol or anything? anything. You're just supposed to bear down. You just suffer. Um, Oh my God. (laughs) Yeah. Um, You're a, it's been, you're a soldier in my mind, but it's like, I'm just a fucking pussy. (laughs) No, you're not a pussy. It is a thing, but it's like, but a baby's at the end of it. It's not like I deal yeah. with. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. It's like, there's going to be a really cool, like congratulations yeah. for not taking Tylenol. Yeah, exactly. Like, you did it. Now like here's a, a really cute little baby, healthy baby. Uh, um, the other thing that I found out that was really interesting is that, uh, <laughs> your, uh, so when the baby gets sick after the baby, after you have a baby, yeah, the flora in your breast milk will change to help the baby, the baby? fight their immune system. Like, it like knows. Yeah, it's incredible. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that that's happens. amazing. That happens. The other thing that's really interesting, um, by week nine, the uh, not, not, no, sorry, week like thirteen. It's really early on. It's still in yeah. your first trimester. Your child has either. Like if it's a girl, it has the eggs. And if it's a boy, it has the sperm. It has all of its eggs. It has, well, it can't have all of its eggs, oh. but it has, <laughs> it's like how they fit in there. <laughs> but essentially at one point you realize that if you're carrying a girl, you're carrying your child and your grandchildren at the same time, technically. 
wow it's amazing that's crazy isn't that great oh my god it's, i have a friend incredible. in my hometown who smokes weed and cigarettes still and she's pregnant the baby will be fine okay i don't know i'm just saying that because it makes me so mad no oh. it's horrible yeah but totally. like the, the odds are the baby will probably be okay <sighs> oh. smoking cigarettes i don't know actually but i mean that's that one i don't understand i don't my mom smoked with me and i i don't know it just makes me angry but well yeah when, when look i'm not saying the mom is a good mom no i mean, I mean just, of course not <laughs> i'm just saying like the human process is so much more resilient than we yeah. give it credit for and i think that a lot of moms are made to feel like it is all on them yeah and it's really not you're like there's a whole it's life silly in it's there silly to assume that you have that much control over this process yeah you're a silly also you could have you could be the healthiest eating organic exactly. whatever and you could still have a baby with a problem and there's you know my mom had a perfect pregnancy she ate nothing but good things and she gave birth to a little girl that had two holes in her heart and a collapsed aorta oh so i mean yeah I so it's know. like whatever and nobody in my family has a heart problem wow it's just like a crazy it just happens most of cancer is like that too. Everybody or it's just wants sporadic. It like no, people want to, people want to find a pinpoint so they can, it's like a comfort blanket. Yeah. It's like p- people chopping off their tits cause they have a gene is like, okay. Well, the BRCA one genes, no joke, but at the same time I hear you. And I don't, it's like, so, cause it's like, what are we going to start? Where's the gene for me to do it? Should I take out a lung? I don't know. I get scared. <laughs> yeah, you should. It's a scary thing, but also like, keep in mind that, you know, there's also like, Oh, I don't know. It's so scary. Well, genetics are very real. There's a lot we don't understand. I, know. I have an Alzheimer's gene. That's scary. What? No, it's okay. scary. <laughs> Alzheimer's, Alzheimer's is scary. It's terrifying. I have an aunt that's got like sporadic. They think it's cause she did a lot of drugs, but she's like not even 60 yet. And she's in a home and it's like, Jesus, fuck, like gone. What is with people that don't believe in assisted suicide, by the way? Um, if I, get, I if like, I get something like that, no, take me. I don't want to, I don't want to exist in this bye. like a home or like where every day I don't know where I am. No. And it's like, it's sad. Well, and then what your family, anytime I'm, I think about like, if I become a vegetable, like my arthritis just riddles me like so incapable of wiping my own ass, like get me out of here. Yeah. I'm fine. Help. Yeah. <laughs> just end it. Just, Shove me off a cliff for the love of God. Me, put me in the next plane. Like yeah, I'll just do like, something there. I don't know. Wheel me out of a plane. <laughs> yeah. Oh. The other thing that's been really cool that I have since I've been pregnant is the dreams are really interesting. Really? Like crazy dreams. Are, yeah. re- like just more vivid, more. It's yeah. just like cool stuff. Yeah. Just very like you get, you, you realize your body is like, processing something yeah wow. i'm like all woo woo about dreams by the way oh like I, yeah me too i think i mean i feel like i've had encounters in my dreams with relatives that have passed i have signs in my dreams, dreams. Yeah, yes absolutely um and then other ones are just really funny like yeah or i have bad dreams about being cheated on it's all fine oh it's you know? great <laughs> um i'll never listen to that astral projection video again youtube <laughs> oh why i want a link yeah okay i'll send it I just had so many thumbs up and then I had a nightmare about a night. A nightmare is a loose term for like, I had a dream where my ex-boyfriend had started dating someone new and it was someone I hated. And I was like, wow, this is so sudden. No, that's a nightmare. Yeah, I know. But it's not like snakes were coming out of my eyes or something. Yeah, but like, I'd rather have like something like that than, I don't know. Practical nightmares are much scarier. Yeah, because it feels so real and you wake up and you're like, it still hurts. Yeah. 
Yeah, the, the ones where you're like, oh, my hair's on fire and I, my vagina has cancer. You're like, that was weird. That was crazy. Does my vagina have cancer? Like, I had a dream that Miles wanted a divorce and I woke up the next morning just staring at him. No, yeah, you do that, right? You're like... <laughs> yeah. And it's like, oh God, it's not this person's fault. But also like, I need you to like love me a I little really, extra I right really now. I need you to tell me we're not going to get divorced. I need you to like just reassure me. He's done the same thing. He's woken up and he's like, I just need to hear that you're happy and everything's fine. I'm like, I'm happy and everything's fine. He's like, okay, I just had a really horrible nightmare <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that fuck. you left me and it was awful. And I'm like, no, you have prophetic dreams. Yeah. I've had a, a bunch of them and they're just like crazy or not prophetic specifically, but your dreams are just like, I had one about being pregnant before you or yeah. went knew you were had, pregnant. I had a dream. Um, I'll make this short cause I know we've been talking for way too long. I know sure I keep talking. Oh no, I'm sure they love you. Oh, I just don't want to hog your time. Slash, I'm hungry. I know she's in a. She's in a, She's like, I'm just on I'm a pregnancy leave on, in my apartment. Yeah, I literally. This is my day. We can order food. Um, Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> being um, pregnant's fun. Being pregnant is fun. <laughs> Magic. Um, this will be a good thing to end on. Actually, yeah, it's totally insane. Ah, oh, my favorite. This is this is like the crazy pregnant lady thing. This <sighs> this story. It's what I came for. So. Um, uh, late last year, I had this really bizarre nightmare that, um, I was walking up to a house and there were floodlights all around the outside of the house. There's no light coming from inside the house. Oh, wow. And I walked in and it f- seemed like there, there had been, the house was old, but there had been some modifications and it seemed like in the eighties okay. because they, there was a wraparound porch around this home that was really pretty. Oh my God, my dream home. Somebody, yes, I agree. But somebody had come in and remodeled it and put laminate on the ground and like really ugly sliding glass door windows. Uh, yeah. Like ruin the porch. <laughs> and I was like, Oh man, it's a shame that somebody did this to this house. And I looked down and there was a vent and all of a sudden there was like flames coming out of this vent. And I'm like, Oh God, weird. And this, like, ghost man, like, popped out, like, just, <sighs> like, and I suddenly realized that I was there to push this thing back down in this hole. Like, I had to get rid of it. It was my job to do this. Oh. So I went up to it, and I, like, pushed it down, and then I heard something in the room next to me, and I was like, there's something else in there. And I went in there, and it was a bathroom, and... All of a sudden, I heard this noise, and I turned around and I moved the I, I moved the door, and behind the door was this like demonic, like evil demon <gasps> thing, and it was like hissing at me. And I like exercised this demon from this house, like a wow. full on exorcism. But it was terrifying. Like I I woke up like screaming and like crying, and I was like, oh my god, what was that? You know. And at the end of the dream, my dad was in the dream, and he was like. Um, this isn't your job. Like, it's not your job. And, and I was really mad at him. Like, like, well, you gave me this job. Like, fuck you. Yeah. And I woke up sitting up in my bed, like terrified. Wow. And I just had this like sinking feeling that like it meant something weird. Yeah. And I went back to sleep and immediately was in the house that I grew up in. And my mom was sitting in a recliner. My mom passed away from breast cancer. And she was sitting there. Her hair hadn't grown in yet. And the recliner that she was in, which she sat in while she was in treatment, was in a completely the wrong part of the living room. And um, she looked at me and she said, uh, 
She said, I have something really great to tell you. Oh God. And I looked at her and I said, um, can you wait to tell me this because something's going to happen that I'm going to have to deal with first and then I'll be ready to hear good news. She said, okay. Um, are you sure? I said, yeah. And then I woke up and I was like, what the fuck was that? Like, it's so weird. Oh, weird. So then Christmas night, I was, so this was in November about that. I had this dream. This is all about a year ago. Yeah. Um, I looked at my husband and I just, I got this like horrible feeling and cause my dad lives up in Reno. Okay. And great place for alcoholics. Oh, it's like their capital. No, it, <laughs> my dad might live there. Who knows? Everybody's dad lives there. <laughs> Everybody's deadbeat dad. This is where deadbeat dads go. No, it's their Mecca. God, like, it's the it most is. depressing place in the world. <sighs> and I looked at my husband and I said, you know, cause my dad's about 67 and I just, I don't know what was going on, but I looked at him and I said, you know, we're like one bad fall away from things getting really complicated with my dad up, up North. Yeah. I don't know why I just, I I don't know. I'm just worried about him. What I wanted to say is I think my dad's going to fall and I think it's going to be really bad, but I made it more abstract than that. Cause you're like, I don't want to sound like a lunatic. Yeah. My husband was like, well, let's cross that bridge when we get, I mean, he's very good at like calming me down. (sighs) What a saint. January 4th, my dad slipped and fell and crushed four out of his seven vertical, vertical vertebrae. Oh my God. Paralyzed from the neck down. (gasps) That's crazy. So we fly out to Reno and we get him and he's doing a little better now. Um, but you know, you got to understand my dad, this was a, it was very, Strange to see so many things catch up to a person at once. Yeah. And how far away all of, how close all of us are to being this dependent on, I was literally walking in the street and slipped on black ice and this happened. That's all it took. Oh my God. That's it. And my dad is not a bad person, but is a very immature person. Yeah. And really had no business being in charge of the life of children. Like, yeah, no, it's like, yeah. And happens. it's why I'm not even mad at him <laughs> like, mm-hmm. with all the shit that he did. It's like, well, yeah, it's, it's like, like, yeah, he's not equipped to handle basically it. Basically gave the a keys ch- to a big rig to a seven year old. Like, yeah. I don't, what do you think is going to happen? So yeah. anyway, so then, um, months pass, we're kind of dealing with all of this. And then in December I had gone off birth control. Yeah. Which by the way, back when I told my husband that I thought my dad might fall, I just kind of blamed it on a hormonal dip because I had just gone off birth control. Yeah. Wow. And then, uh, I had a dream. Um, I, I was in this really beautiful house. There was a bunch of windows. It was really bright and cheerful. And I was laying in a bed with my, my head in my mom's lap. And now she had like long hair and looked really happy. And she's like, okay, now I want to tell you good news. Oh, wow. And I was like, okay. And she goes, you're going to be moving. I said, what? And she goes, you're going to be moving because you're going to need a new room. And I woke up. Oh, my God. And two weeks later, I found out I was pregnant. And I was pregnant at the time. Oh. And as we sit here, Jessica is in the apartment I just moved into. Yes. She is in a new apartment <laughs> with a new rooms. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh. oh, my God. That's amazing. Yeah. It was. 
And I've had some other weird moments like that, but that I think is the good, that's the, that's the feel good story. So I love that, but it's all true. That's amazing. Yeah. Wow. And I knew all of this was going to happen. I didn't understand how. Now you got to understand the apartment we're in right now, the ladies that lived here, there's this great lesbian couple. Yeah. They had lived here for seven and a half years. I never thought a two bedroom in this building was going to open up. Wow. We are three doors away from my old apartment. Oh, were you in a one bedroom in this right building? Right over there. Number three was my original. Yeah, we lived in number three for four and a half years. And these people just were like, time for us to go. Uh-huh. Wow, and fate. We, yeah. Holy moly. Yeah. I love this. So babies are magic. Yeah, that's the that's end. That's why I'm telling all these pregnant people, just chill out. It's going to be fine. It's going to be great. That's amazing. Just be a good person. I love people that. People will want to help you. It's going to be okay. You're amazing. Thank you for so doing this. Oh, yeah, no oh, problem. This thank was, you. This was really fun. Very therapeutic conversation. Oh, yay. When Jessica walked in, I was watching The Perch. <laughs> <laughs> it's all a metaphor, you guys. That's, we're just purging one thing at a time. That's right. Got to get ready for this baby. I know. Uh, anything you want to plug? Yeah, my podcast. Check out White Wine True Crime. It's amazing. Uh, we watch uh, true crime television and documentaries and drink and talk about it. Um, obviously, I'm not drinking right now, but... Carrie, we've been joking, has been drinking for two. For, for two, last I nine, love. Last nine months. Classic Carrie. I know. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Bossy Matilda. I clearly started my Twitter account in college. Um, <laughs> but I, I'm keeping the handle because I still like it. I love it. My mom called me Bossy Boots, and my favorite character in literature is Matilda. Matilda is such a... I desperately wanted a Miss Honey to come along my entire life. And I was like, where are you? She's out there. I was like, I relate, except for the magic. I yes. like, I do read though. Oh, no, stupid. that book opened my eyes for sure. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you can find me on Instagram uh, at Caitlin Rose Cut. Do it, you guys. Uh, do it. Do all it. right. Uh, thank you. Bye, guys. Bye. There you go. All things pregnancy with Caitlin Cut. Babies, 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 babies. The baby will be coming in any moment now. Not, no, I'm not like in the delivery room, but. It's due soon, and we are very excited. If you like the podcast, thank you. Uh, Subscribe, rate, and review it on iTunes. Share it with your friends because everyone's a little bit ignorant sometimes. Follow at Blessed Podcast on Twitter to stay up on everything that's happening over here in podcast land. And please keep in mind that no guest is or claims to be a representative for every person who has a similar identity. They're just one person sharing their own experience and ideas to help us get a peek at how things look from their situated position in the world. I'm sorry for yelling. Um, if you have additional questions about any guest or have a topic you'd like to hear covered and or someone specific you want me to interview, they'd be good for that topic. Feel free to tweet them at me at JMS Comedy. Message me on my Facebook fan page, facebook.com slash JMS Comedy. Uh, all one word. I don't know why I still say that. It's because I'm reading a script and it used to be my full name. And then I changed it to JMS Comedy because my name is too many letters for some people because some people aren't great with names. Uh, I'll, I'll deliver what I can, you guys. Uh, keep sending your questions. Uh, I have a dominatrix coming up soon and a, a guest who grew up in the Hindu religion. So if you've got questions on that, send them over. Ask, ask, ask. The more we ask, the more we learn, the more we know. And the more we know, the more we can look down on others who aren't as smart as we are. And isn't that the point? <sighs> thank you all for listening. And thank you for being patient with my ignorance. See you soon, idiots. <laughs>